my stuff. Oh, okay. Coffee. Coffee. I get locked in here. Mm-hmm. I'll let you go. Get on air. Do I need to stand up? Making the rounds already. <laughs> Before the game even starts. Get some attention, see if there's any food over here. Smell these guys. <laughs> yep, you just scream. No, I don't. Well, I got some from Starbucks. But it honestly was like kind of cold and not real good. It wasn't supposed to be cold, so I was a little disappointed by that. Come here, I got you a huge fucking bone, so I'm gonna play up. <laughs> I did, this could be real. I say that all the time. Huge stuffed bone. Definitely not where you work. <laughs> nope. I, not I only have cats. That's true. That's right. I remember you saying you're more of a cat person. Well. I have dreams about cats. The musical? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> that weird fucking trailer. The, the trailer will do it. Yeah. God, the weird live action. <laughs> They just said like the budget was like three hundred million dollars for that movie. Yeah, I, holy that's a lot fucking of, shit! It's a lot of money for that. For that. <laughs> <laughs> for that. For something that really hits that uncanny valley. Yeah, party. Yeah, plummets <laughs> into the so, valley. It's so creepy. Can I get back up? Just, just swan dives. Swan dive into the worst night of your life. <laughs> Okay, so we have to level up to level three. Yep. Okay. Maybe everybody else already did that. I definitely did not. I mean, I just wrote down my new hit points. That's important. Yeah, I was at one before, so. <laughs> it's close. We, close. We had a fight with a huge sea, ma- sea shambling mound. It was a shambling mound, but it was from the depths. It was a sea ambling mound. Sea amb- <laughs> It was fucking gigantic. And I just, like, stayed up on top of the lookout on the ship and just shot arrows at it until it died, basically. But everybody else, like, almost I, died. I think I'm only at one because I rolled another 20 on my death save. You do that a lot. No, yeah. I, I got you out. You got yeah. me? Oh, with, right? with, yeah, with, with the touch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the paladin. He's like, why do I only have one? Because last time I did roll 20. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But we had some really weird experiences on the Tuesday game. Um, Robert's character, what, you went down, like, over the course of a couple of games, I think three different times or two different times. And oh, that both... was that one game. That was that yeah. one session. One session. I got two natural de- 20s on death saves and two nice. different times I went down. That's yep. amazing. It'll never happen again, unfortunately. <laughs> yep. No. Yeah, to her, at least. <laughs> no, not to her. So the, Lance the, the, the luck time. is gone. Lance has the best luck of rolling dice I, I've ever seen I, in my guy. I always life. plays half yeah. I've, I've averaged out. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've above averaged out. Like, anytime Jason's like, oh, let's roll for stats, Steve and I both go, nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lance, Lance is like, oh, okay, yeah. I'll get like three seventeens. <laughs> so It'll funny story about that. The Thursday game I play with the furries online, yeah. my character was basically like going for the... Uh, barbarian wrestler type again uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and get down in Classic there and it's girl. like oh crap it's a ghost oh so no we gotta try to fight the ghost oh no and it's like okay you can you can land a hit but you're gonna do half damage roll a one uh. all right don't worry next turn it comes around. roll another one uh. i'm end up with the lowest health so it's like ghost tries to possess you ghost succeeds Ooh. ghost attacks somebody in the party rolls a one 
Okay. All right. Well, at least it was fair. And, you know, like... You possessed the wrong person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, hold on. I need to... So if I can force other people to do the rolling, that solves problems. If there's a mechanic that allows you to let Lance roll for yes. you, <laughs> yep. you should do that. Best, right? I took that feat. <laughs> it's a homebrew uh, feat. It, it's just no, no. Luck- it's, in, it's in the book. It's, it's the lucky feat, but instead of like rolling an extra dice, you just let me roll for you because mm-hmm. it's the lucky. Right? There you go. It'd be better than what I can roll usually. <laughs> Everything, everybody good? I, oh, I, I think I stole Oh, you did steal my pencil. <laughs> Sir, I just sharpened that. Yeah, because I was like, man, no, there's a much larger eraser. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a look, child. Look, so look we, we, run a, we run a tight table here. Let's, let's not... I also probably steal them. Let's not be ridiculous. <laughs> I think I've used this one. Oh, I don't so, Kyle, do you want to jump on in and make a character? <laughs> I, you know, I've never actually like sat and played, so I don't want to just jump in and. Okay. Well, that's your first game. That's what yeah, you're supposed to do. Yeah, no, we will absolutely we help you do that. Then I mean, I, that's I, the best way to learn is to yeah, play. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I've listened to Critical Role and Nerd Poker and stuff, so I, I, I you know, <laughs> it's never like. Most games are more like Nerd Poker than Critical Role. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a funny post of the worst thing Critical Role did for expectations. Oh, is crazy. people actually meeting up? <laughs> <laughs> the idea that people Having get together friends. regularly. Yeah. For me, it's the their voice schedules. acting. Right. If I hear one more person tell me about their immersion, I'm gonna fucking kill them. <laughs> <laughs> there are only so many people in the world who are capable of that. Stuff. Right. And they're you, not you in your friend group. They're actors. They're, yeah, they're literally actors. actors. <laughs> of yeah. course, they're emphasizing that part of the mm-hmm. game. It's fun to watch, but right. those it's expectations not. can be difficult for some people. I, every time I GM, I warn everybody. My, all of my characters sound just like me. It's really strange. But... <laughs> so we're going to have a new character that speaks Farsi? Farsi, yes. Farsi. Farsi. <laughs> what? The, the only, I, got, I got it. I got it. The, <laughs> I the, fucked that up again. The only lot. foreign language <laughs> in Dungeons & Dragons. It's the common, draconic Farsi. <laughs> <laughs> the show Jason and I both performed in this week mm-hmm. um, was about <clears throat> speaking in Farsi. Oh, it's about so c- connecting with, connecting uh, this, with yeah. this this Iranian playwright, uh, Nassim Suleiman Poor. I'd have the titular names for it. He does. So the whole show was him teaching us how to speak Farsi. Oh, okay. And us teaching him things in English that he might not have known before. And like what waffle? That was hers. He that asked for my my, my favorite. And then you invite a child onto the stage. <laughs> well, so at least you didn't do cunt like Jason did. I yeah, know. right. I, I don't care for cunt. But I don't remember there being children there. My night. So. I, I don't think there was. No, I watched her walk in. I was like, well, he asked for my favorite cuss words. So I'm still going to give it to him. The status of America. America is cut. <laughs> yeah, the, the, awesome. yeah the, there was a thing where you could fill in the blanks. It's like, okay, the, the political situation, and somebody shouted America at mine, which, okay, that makes sense. You know, it's on people's minds, right? Yep. And then he filled in this favorite swear word at the end. It was just perfect. The political the political situation in America is now cut. Gotcha. <laughs> and mine I was, was like, the political fits. situation yeah. of the U.S. is now twat waffle. <laughs> that also fits. But really, it works. Yeah. And, you know, like he showed us Last night, we had to pick a word from the audience, and someone said impeach. So we went through the notebook and showed how many times audiences had picked impeach, and I was like, well, it's popular for a reason. In New York alone. (laughs) Yep. 
Because it's funny, Jason got architecture, but then everybody in the audience pointed out impeachment every time (laughs) it showed up as well. It's like, oh, there it is. Yeah, we, yeah, it was just architecture. It was was flipping through the book, and I was like, oh, there's impeachment. Two, three, five, (laughs) seven (laughs) times. There's collusion was in there. Yeah, collusion was pretty great. It's a good, it's a good gag. Where the hell are the documents? There? So even in plays, collusion leads to impeachment. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. Weirdly enough. <laughs> Sorry, Cal. I'm trying to find a, a sheet for you. I don't know what I, don't know what I did with it. I'm trying to find Hang the on. file so I can. What file? For the Google Drive. Yeah. But at the very least, we can start with the question: Do you know what you want to play? Be it a class or be it a style? Yeah, strike the colors one. I don't care, honestly. I can adapt to whatever the group would need, I suppose. It was. We have pretty solid balance. I think the only thing we've got. Probably. Do we just have like two rangers? Is that it? Two rangers. Yeah, there it is. That's it. Yeah. So, I guess avoid ranger. Yeah, maybe not ranger. There's a paladin. There's a rogue. There's a ranger. There's a ranger, and then there's a rogue who's gonna become a wizard. I'm more of a wizard. Okay, your wizard is gonna become a little bit of rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Dip a little bit. Two levels wizard, one level rogue. Right now, yes. Okay. So we don't have a cleric. We do not that have might not be a bad idea, and given that there's a pretty, death curse and no one can be revived. <laughs> that is Fighter, a pretty easy barbarian. end to the game, I think, because clerics, can, you can flavor them any way you want. Yeah, as, much as, God, I, yeah. Yeah, as much as I love druids, Warlock. they tend to be a little bit rules funky yeah. um, when you start throwing in like the, oh, you can turn into an animal. Not just any animal, all right, get a all, list Get all of the stats, <laughs> get all the blocks out. Yeah. So not druid. Yeah. Druid it is! Got it! <laughs> yes! You're Circle of the moon. It's one of those where it's like, it works fine as long as you just oh, no, like wait, pick one short. and run with it. And just be that guy for a while. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to be a brown bear for the rest of the game. Well, yeah. Try to get Jordan to be a Triceratops. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to Chult. Uh-huh. Jason thinks I don't need a dinosaur, but I clearly I need a dinosaur. No, we have to I, ride a Triceratops. I, I need, There's I need, a race a dinosaur. for the Triceratops. One of us has to be the jockey. Fantastic. I am the smallest character. I don't know. We, 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 we there is something Fair. to be said I have about part animal. Does that count? Wait I have <laughs> to stay yes. on the thing. So <laughs> well, you, you need claws. to be small and also fat. Do you kind of have claws that you can just like grip into the hide? I do. You know, they don't tend to like that. That might make them jump a little bit. Might also make them like kick you. You know, it's fine. I just, skin, right? I just see an opportunity to have a dinosaur. <laughs> and I don't know why Jason tells me yeah, so. a little sort of short-sighted well, there. Is there is a death curse thing that's great, but dinosaur. dinosaur okay. There is another race, if you want. A little bit more, you know, in the pit. Uh, but you have to... If you will. You have to be... Sort of arrested and tried and sentenced. Oh, uh, no, I remember that from last time we tried yeah. to play Tomb of Annihilation. Fighting in, like, the... Gladiator type. Well, no, this is Fighting running away from Velociraptors. Oh, right, I remember that. <laughs> if you survive, yeah. you're free. Yeah. The raptor ride. I don't know if you yep. can really tame Velociraptors. It's not I'm, easy. I know Chris Pratt did it. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's like movie magic. Don't we disavow, don't we disavow those movies, aren't they? <laughs> I don't disavow Chris Pratt, though. No, Chris Pratt's fine. I just sure. the, the, just the rest of the, the movie. The just post like one Jurassic Two, the Lost Worlds. Three, three was okay, but you know, three three has moments in it that are like, oh, that's 
Yeah. Oh, look, could have been look. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but they're, they're also sandwiched into the rest of the movie, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the It was really just shit that they took from the first book and was like, I don't know, it's right yeah, the third movie. Is the, 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 uh, the gymnastic first. one? Didn't three have the gymnastic one? No, where it's two. Two? Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's still a moment where I'm like... The funny thing about 3 is it was more like the second book than the movie that was based on the second book. That's supposed to be yep. the, the second book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was the first multimedia experience I had where I had read the book and then watched the movie and went, like almost everybody does, oh, I like the oh, book better. Yeah. <laughs> like one of those people. You Do you know? think it'd be easier to give Kyle your iPad so he can look at the... Options for characters. I don't want. We don't want. We don't want to overwhelm. Right. Yeah. Choice paralysis. So we'll, we'll just give them the, the standard array. Yeah, just give them the standard. There you go. The others take longer to read through. Is that it feels the like. Dog? There's too. Yeah. There's just too many options. Yeah. That's your computer, right? Well, well the, the thumping I, was the. I don't bone, know. Sometimes the uh, bone against. Lance's foot or the chair or something. Francis is really trying hard to get the stuff inside the bone out. But <laughs> well, good, good for him. They're so quiet. That's true. They're not barking. I can't argue with this. Man. They're so whiny. They're so not whiny. Be careful. Those are easy to choke on. Yeah. Uh oh. So Kyle, maybe don't eat those. <laughs> yeah. Which ones are easy to choke on? The white. The white ones? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I almost yelled that last night, and you were like, "Oh, I don't, I'm trying to chew on this tomato," and each time I was like, "Don't do that. Just <laughs> chew the tomato. Choose one. <laughs> don't do both. Choose one." That was okay. So have you have you put together a character before? Huh? I, I have, yeah. uh, but our game has never gotten started because mm. all the shows that have been that Ah, uh, the true D and D experience. Yeah. <laughs> waiting. <laughs> my my turtle druid is just <laughs> waiting. <laughs> You're just playing well, so many characters. Well, he said he's like. Our adventure is gonna have a lot of like stuff in the sewers, and I was like, "Well, then I want to be a ninja that makes turtle." Sense. I was like, "I want to be a ninja turtle," and he goes, "Well, there's turtles," and I was like, "All right, that's what I am." Close <laughs> enough. Like, All right, turtle month. Let's it's go. It's really just—it's really like saying turtle, but with something in your mouth. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Turtle. You don't uh, want anything in your mouth. I love turtles. Not even pizza. Mm-hmm. Za, fresh za. <laughs> Like, you turn the monitor on, but... You don't want sewer pizza. <laughs> there we go. You're not done already. No, go chew on your bone. There's one design flaw in this table right now, which is that... Uh, well, I'm sure there are plenty of design flaws. <laughs> but the one glaring one is that when we put it in, we uh, neglected to remember that technically the button to turn it on uh, is right. down here. And so it's sandwiched inside the wood right now. And so to turn on the display, I just have to, like... Nudge it until it turns on. It doesn't oh. have a remote. No, 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 no. Well, it's not a, it's a monitor. It's not silly. a TV. So oh. yeah, you could probably get a universal remote. Too, but there's probably no like receiver, right? Hi, buddy. Okay. I don't know. It's possible. Just later. Am I over here now? Yes. Yes, I am. How about that? Yes, I'm there. Good. Hi. He knows where all the stuff's happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's an eraser. It's not food. 
Got a test. Oh, if you have any questions, Kyle, one of the nope. things we all do a lot <laughs> is make new characters because we seem to never finish what we've started, so we always just start. Oh uh, yeah, let's be fair. Like I, this this is the the new uh, attempt at really sticking to one thing because for like six or eight months I was just bouncing back and forth between doing let's do this system tonight and let's do this system next week and stuff like that. This is the fourth game right? So this is like the longest of the year? Thanks. Well no long (laughs) Rosma. Yeah. Yeah. Is that this year? Time is a flat I think that I think that was like last fall. Oh, I'm upset. I did mention it to Jason, like, hey, that's the thing I want to, I want to do. Just a, miss. Just a fucking down. Just <laughs> <laughs> came here to have a good time. Like we're really attacked. Right now. I remember when I was like, yeah, I'm finally in the game. Oh, we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I timed it just so that. Yeah. <laughs> can get one game and then I can't show up because that's why you joined. I mean, you at least got the chance to let me die in an elevator fire. It's true. It didn't happen, yeah. but you got the chance. You almost died in the elevator fire. You almost died in an elevator oh, fire. Oh, man, that was close. <laughs> well, if we do ever get back to the game, we won't be able to do it too regularly just because Trey's really fucking busy, too. Mm. Well, you know, maybe he'll lose his job. So. <laughs> Here's one hoping. Here's hoping. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> Puppy time. Brings <laughs> straight. Very sweet. Oh. Yep. Sorry. I, I do you? need the coffee. I do desire something. You just want to swap laps. I mean, if you want to swap laps, go on over to Lance. That's cool. Waiting for him to go sprinting across the table. <laughs> I've got hold of his chest down here to make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> Kyle might like to be skipped in the uh, pass the dog around on our laps thing. I'm third level, so I have primal awareness now. Oh yeah, I took a divination wizard. So I get to do the roll two dice at the beginning and then swap it out for die rolls. That's nice. Yeah, especially with my low rolls, it's mostly going to be swapping out enemy attacks. <laughs> yeah, because you can do that to anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as the character can see, see them. Yep. It's great to pull that one out on a saving throw. Yep. Or, no, you didn't. <laughs> Should I write down what Enclave I going to take? It is premier. Hunter Conclave. Yeah. Okay. Or an opponent rolls a 20 and you go, mm-hmm. this time. Oh, that is it. Uh, one of the new things in the UA is uh, what you can do with uh, uh, Channel Divinity. Mm-hmm. Is you can, as a bonus action, use it to get the first level spell slot back. Are you okay with that? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Any, nice. any of those those little tinker bits in the newest ones is fine by me. 
that flexibility. Yeah, that, I've, I've never known anything released in the UA to be so game-breaking that I have to... Whoa! Mm-hmm. Hey, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are like, this might need to be adjusted, but it's we not tweaked. like... Yeah. The, the closest would probably be for me the what? Okay. There's one there's that that's like a fighting style that allows you to like reduce the damage by Ooh. by like a D10 plus your uh, it's proficiency. Like, it's like a reaction. As a reaction, just you're the best duelist. Like every every turn. But it, I don't think it's just. against you. It's against someone. Five feet of you. Okay, that's it, it's more like reasonable. the protector. It, yeah. it's, it's supposed to be like the shield mm-hmm. where you protector give disadvantage, plus. except for it's on hit yeah. reaction for negating no damage. That just sounds better than the other, but it, it does. It's pretty strong. That's one where I almost feel like if you bumped the dice up as you leveled up, that would work better. Yeah, I, I figure it's scaling is probably okay. Just have it like a D8 instead of like a D10. Yeah, because I look at it the same way you go, like, okay, the heavy armor mastery, where it's like, oh, you get to reduce damage by three if you're in heavy armor, if it's bludgeoning, slashing, or piercing, and not magical. Uh, details. Um, but at the beginning of a game, it's like, that's super broken. Late in the game, it's like, yeah, it's three hit points. Yeah, on a damage attack that does, like, well, 30. Since, it's exactly. like by, you know... By wisdom of the survey, no one ever gets past like yeah seven levels <laughs> That's true. or something. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, there's there's truth to that. <laughs> most most games are going to be like three or five, unless you start that high. Yep. Very rarely do you have games that go anywhere near twenty. And very, and it's very few even that start that high. Yeah. So as soon as you guys oh, get right. two chilled, two important ones are we're going to jump straight to level twenty. Nice. <laughs> Oh god, leveling up again. <laughs> I, I'm I, wanna, I wanna do an epic campaign. Absolutely, yeah. Where you start at twenty and go to thirty. Two more or or a Benjamin Button campaign where you start at twenty, 20 and go, go backwards. backwards. <laughs> how did I lose that ability? Wraiths. Just I used so many wraiths. Losing levels. The whole campaign is just all the characters being hit in the head repeatedly <laughs> and just getting increased uh, brain damage. You just slowly lose your intelligence. Yeah. So this weekend. Couldn't I cast Wish yesterday? I don't Super remember. Super good. Were you again? No. Not food. See? Not food. Dice is food. If you try hard enough. Yeah, anything's food if you try hard enough. Any pizza is a personal fan pizza. If you believe in yourself. Yep. You believe in your dreams. Do you need a coaster? Yes. I am no longer that yet. Oh, cool. Thank you. It, it's very much also like the... Uh, the cup in the vessel, you know, any, any cup is a single person cup. Oh, right, yeah, so so a jug is technically a cup, right? <laughs> I had a friend who, um, in the military, was in Australia, and mm-hmm. so it was all Americans in this Australian bar, and they said, can we get a pitcher of beers? And the waitress looked at him and said, we don't have pitchers. All right, so they got whatever, and then they see her walking by with a pitcher of beer. <laughs> she goes, What's going on? I thought you didn't have pictures. And she goes, That's not a picture, that's a mug. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, Welcome you to Australia. <laughs> it's probably like the leader kind of mug. Full leader. Yeah. But the the Can't you get it Oktoberfest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This is Do you a want a small beer boot? <laughs> this is a small. It's a literal boot of beer. They have pints. It's a boot of pints. beer. Yeah. 
have but, but it's, a, it's, a, it's a children's group. It's very small. <laughs> if you go to any country where alcohol is pretty central to the to the culture of the place, you're so yeah. Germany. You're, you're, yeah, Germany, England, Australia. Like the Chris Kittle one, they actually drinking. have like little Christmas boots that they use with like Luwein, which is like a spiced wine. Hmm. Ooh, it's really good. I have about them in Chicago and I think in Carmel. Nice. Or we'd go field trip for German class. The, t- the teacher needed to get his Christmas presents. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Work the system a little bit there. I can't not hear about... So you contemplate it, German trips. No, I, I, I'm just waiting for whatever needs to be done. I'm going to be a human cleric. Just cool. Human cleric? Okay. Very good. You are human too, right, Tom? I can't um, remember what race you are. I can't remember. I think so. Pierre Delecto is a human ranger. Nice. <laughs> You're humans as well? Yes. Um, Halfling, Shifter, Cobalt. Another Why did I go human? Oh, because I wanted a feat. Yes. It's hard to argue with. So I could do the dual fighting pretty effectively right from second level. Dual wielding. One of these days I'm going to go in hard on like a human sorcerer and do the. What is it? The like. Elemental efficiency, oh, yeah. affinity, yeah. and just go full fire. And it's like, oh, that's resistant true. to fire. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Get some extra damage. Burn it with more fire. Do you also get the resistance? Or you ever, I can't remember what's the. Uh, if you go like the dragon sorcerer, I think. Oh, the dragon. It was one of the the strong bad emails where one of the one of the gags <laughs> was a, one of the gags was a a, a science experiment. I don't know if it was one that Strong Sad or Strong Bad had put together, but it was uh, the effects of gasoline on fire. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's probably Strong Bad. <laughs> I, I think Strong Sad did like the classic volcano or something. <clears throat> oh god, the system. I'm gonna have to look that up again. They've been porting those over to YouTube. Yes. Oh yeah, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yes. I don't know. Proper she, internet she, history. She has a she has enough to be all like lol random about. <laughs> I don't want to like fuel that fire. It, she's eleven. It's gonna. She's gonna start spelling yep. dudes d o o d z, and it's gonna fuck lose my mind. If you're gonna spend time on the internet, you need to know about burninating the countryside. Yes, I, I I agree, but <laughs> and how to draw. She should do that. Yes. She should know that when she's like thirty. <laughs> so that she knows it's not something to just like trot out <laughs> in regular parlance all the time. Start with S, more different S. Four, then it, then it's it's slightly different Consummate V's. Consummate. My favorite part. Consummate V's. Throws out the lighter. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you know, uh, so Kyle, you're going to be a male human cleric. Uh, you, well, I mean, it's up to you. Yeah, you <laughs> not I'm not telling you. It sounded, it sounded like this is what she It's a confirmation sure. thing. Right. Yeah. Right? Sure. Okay. You're a male human cleric. Um, do you know what uh, god your cleric is representing by chance? Or order? Uh, or order? Sure. It's like domains? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, domains, and then, of course, we can tell you what the deity sort of associated with that domain sure. is. I was right. liking the uh, trickery domain. Oh, trickery. Oh, that is a good one. Trickery. So, trickery. 
Loki's technically one, it's just not in this pantheon. Sirik? He sounds like the Prince of Lies. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Prince of Lies. Ooh, I like that. He's, a, he's <laughs> the chaotic evil side of things. Not the so. King of Lies, he's the Prince. <laughs> well, so somebody's slightly better. Yeah. <laughs> Probably somebody live, currently living in the Probably nine, like the nine Satan, <laughs> Yeah. Someone like Satan. Could it oh, okay, be yeah, you could be, Satan? You could be fashion cleric and, and, and be soon, right? Soon, the princess of fashion. That would be hilarious. A barge and have that. Yeah. I mean, I do like the cleric approach to that. That is one of my uh, characters where she started out. Mm. That, that, that's one of those where you want to do like a mix between bard and cleric. And the bard part is constantly playing sexual healing. <laughs> Could we just listen to something else? Please. Anything else. The only song I learned. <laughs> Four years of bard college, and all I got was this one song. Family knows oh, the story. oh, and this t-shirt that says what I just said. <laughs> Sounds like they only went to class once in the junior yep. party life after that. Once they Which learned that, they like learned everything they needed. <laughs> Just because it made someone sleep with you once doesn't mean it's going to happen again. <laughs> that was ten years ago, man. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to be saying that they to all throughout this campaign. <laughs> Just because they slept with you once. <laughs> I think we're mostly going to be saying that to Emmanuel. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. As he tries to <laughs> sleep with everyone. I am making the world a better place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One mysterious crotchy element at a time. Right. <laughs> Medicine wasn't. Well, wasn't I mean, uh, it's you know, it's a lay on hands. hands. Mm-hmm. Well, it, well, you're dealing with a paladin, so you get to work your way around that, since lay on hands can cure diseases. Cure diseases. Yeah. I'm just immune to diseases now. Oh yeah, you hit, yeah, third level, right? Yeah. Yep. The the others, your victims, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Well, that's where the lay on hands comes in. You don't want to be a, a typhoid Mary. It, it's a part of like the. It, it, it's the actual healing, healing, you know. Yeah. It's just therapy. It takes, what, five points? Do you have an idea of what your alignment is going to be, Kyle? No idea. Where is that? Anything but evil. <laughs> I mean, anything it's but evil. It's evil that we're probably going we're, to end we're, up killing you. You know, like, depending on the, the deity you pick, right, there's a sort of... You have to be within... Usually a Have step. to is a, is a strong yeah. word, but you have to be within Usually. a step of... Their alignment, generally speaking. So, like, if a if a if a deity is chaotic good, you can be chaotic neutral or neutral good or something like that, and that's still in line with their like, principles and stuff like that. Chaotic neutral sounds. Chaotic neutral. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes called chaotic asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just making myself at this point. <laughs> That happens so, to a lot of first-time <laughs> Chaotic Someone, neutral, in other words, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> damn Nobody the, can damn stop the consequences. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're going with evil is just more selfish, that's kind of basically chaotic evil. That, yeah, that has been one of those arguments that, I, like, the reasons why I hate D&D alignment, and mm-hmm. that comes up it constantly. Do anything yeah. yeah, which is nice. They remove the mechanical element. It's really just the touchstone. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that became the problem, because you look at Kobold, and in the description for it, mm-hmm. the only evil they talk about is, like, they're selfish, therefore evil. And you're like, okay, so that's, oh, that's your one-to-one, apparently. Yep. Such, but, that's, 
Yeah. No nuance whatsoever. Yep. It used to have consequences, like especially for paladins who had to be lawful good. They couldn't do anything to change their alignment because then they would not be a paladin anymore. Yeah. Unless you manage to push all the way to evil and get fallen paladin. Then, yeah, get a fallen paladin. But you have to literally jump the entire gap. Yeah. You basically had, in the older editions, you, as a paladin, had to fall hard. Otherwise, You alright, buddy? It's alright. He gets gets underfoot a lot. That's fine. I'm still eating. Do you want to be comforted or do you just want my food? <laughs> this, this was I mean, his plan. Like, get close to the Chinese. It's pretty good. It's a honey sesame chicken. It's really good. Oh man! And the honey walnut shrimp are my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But too bad the sesame chicken is is not like permanent. Thing. I know, right? Okay. Oh, it's on rotation. <laughs> no. I panda. Yeah. This one back. You just put one in coconut with a dry fry. Right? Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> My only gripe with Panda Express is they changed their mixed vegetables. Mm. They're just really nasty now because it's like super greens. So mm. it's like limp kale and cabbage and mm. broccoli. Oh, that's not right. Mm. And like no one yeah. wants to that eat That was my panda. nickname in college. <laughs> super green. <laughs> <Lamp kale. laughs> At least yeah. the mixed vegetables had like mushrooms and carrots and mm-hmm. zucchini. It was, nice. it was delicious. I used to get it all the time. They traveled much better in like refrigerators and freezers. Yeah. Unlike kale, which... Doesn't. Nope. <laughs> nope. As soon as it's cooked. It's so I, I would suggest, Kyle, um, mm-hmm. as as a cleric, if you're going in the kind of neutral idea, then I would say that you are cleric of Timora. Yeah. Timora is Lady Luck, right? The goddess of good fortune. Mm-hmm. So. Just a gambler. Yeah, gambler. Definitely not me. Gamblers, <laughs> game players, they all. The exact opposite. That, but that's fine. Risk averse. <laughs> Just do the two-faced thing really and constantly flip coins when you don't know what to do. I'm totally gonna do that. And then have like <laughs> half of your half your body like horribly burned <laughs> and explode. Two things. <laughs> That's the good side, though. <laughs> yeah. The other side's just—it's not burned or anything. It's just—it's it's just not great. It's resting bitch face. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing Disco Elysium, and I just have that face yeah, is, is it, my is default. Like, I understand that's really good. Oh my god, the writing! Yeah. Holy, like the writing's just great. Have you played or seen the uh, Outer Worlds played? Mm-hmm. Like, have you messed around? I've played the Outer Worlds. How do you feel yeah. about that writing? Outer Worlds or Outer Worlds? Outer Worlds. Outer Wilds is still good. Yeah, what a what a pain in the ass that those two <laughs> games came out at the same time. I feel very so bad for both too. of them. Yeah, because they're very different games in both of them. I'm like, I love these both for different reasons. I think the, the writing in Outer Worlds is enjoyable in a kind of Fallout New Vegas kind of sense, mm-hmm. but and it's and it's niche. it's occasionally like clever. It's mostly enjoyable, but like there's nothing really. For me, anyway, there's nothing really stand out. Stand out about it. It's a, it's a great it's a it's a great job yep. by a group of I'm sure talented writers. It's just a great execution. But I've not played a lot of RPGs, and the writing here is good. But you know, not like Disco Elysium is for you. Yeah. yeah, it's my understanding is it was I think written by one person, a novelist. Well, that makes sense. Who had a like very a good take for games. Um, because there's a lot of branch, branching paths to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is incredibly smart, 
in terms of like how it deals with some of the like science behind some of the stuff and very clever in how open it can be. I've looked at it and I've had people talking about it and I've come to the same conclusion that there is almost no way you're going to see everything in this game on any number of playthroughs. Mm. Purely based on just like, well, I don't want to do that. Cool. There, there's a legitimate part where it's like, you're in a fantasy version of reality, effectively. Um, and racism still exists. Sure. They have these wonderful little things in-game uh, called your thought deck, where you get an idea, and it takes in-game time for it to cement and have effects. Mm -hmm. One of them is literally advanced race theory. <laughs> in which you become a racist. Very nice. And then it slowly changes your dialogue. It changes some of your it, it dialogue gives, options. It gives you more options. It never takes options away from you. Now you can then apply this to pretty much any of the political standings in the game, which range from like ultra, or I think ultra liberal, uh, fascist, communist, or uh, centrist, which they call moralist. Those are your kind of four main ones. Mm. And it takes the piss out of all of them. All of them, yeah. Yeah, it cool. goes, oh, congratulations, comrade. You were part of the 0.000% of successful communists. Right. Yeah. But this time it'll work. But this time it'll work, <laughs> yeah. it, it does a really good job of letting you kind of flush the character out as you're going. Cool. Um, and the skills, I think, are the coolest part because they are parts of your psyche. And they will fight Right. So your drama might be like, yeah. oh, they're lying. But your logic is like, no, it all lines up for what we understand. And you go, who do I believe? I didn't get an answer here. Right. I have to go with a gut feeling. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it, it's been on my radar for a little while. I'm it's dip into just be ready to it's read. Good. Yeah. It's, be ready to read. Well, yeah, I mean... It's a good bit of reading, yeah. but it's great reading. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it's just like, because I know a lot of people... It's not a game like, I can fall asleep during. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. You will not see a good LP of it because it is LP poison. It is that much. It's just rating. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's. And a lot of the fun comes from what do you want to say and how that affects things. Yeah, it's when they have to be cut and prepared for. It. It's like yeah, it's a lot of reading. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. That is the game. Yep. It's it's the closest thing I think video games have come to an actual choose your own adventure. Yeah. It still has that kind of raily track that you're on, so to speak, in terms of the story. But how you approach it gives you so much variety. It's probably better than Choose Your Own Adventure because you don't make, like, one choice yeah. and then flip to page 49 and think, You're dead! Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> dead! Congratulations! Uh, yeah. Although you can die... You can die within, like, the first yes. five minutes. The... I was watching somebody play through it for the first time, and they're like, well, I like doing, like, really smart characters. So they boost all the smart stats, which stat balance in that is, like, you can get two good ones and then two terrible ones, or be less than mediocre at everything. Right. They're like, all intelligence, all psychological. They see their uh, necktie on a uh, ceiling fan. They try to reach up for it. They fail the check. And have a heart attack and die. Immediately. <laughs> That's the type of game you're dealing good. with. Good. Good, good. It sounds it. like a great game to play um, next week when Zoe's gone with her bio dad for Thanksgiving weekend. Well, we'd mm. have to buy it. It's <laughs> human money. Oh, shit. How much? Okay. Money just ruins so many things. It, it really does. <laughs> yeah. Can I just have what I want? Uh, I get paid next Friday. 
Do you have any questions, or where are you in your process? I don't know. What do you need next from me? Uh, I just you need personality traits or things. No, like I just that? needed to know. I, I just what I like to do is I, I wanted to. What I what I do is I grab everybody's rough like I, I get a name from them. I get their like gender presentation, their race, their class, and then I, I grab their passive perception. And other than that, like I just need to have a I want to have a record of it so I can look at it later if I forget. Have you done skill points yet? Yeah, I I jump into attributes next. Then, uh, where do I need to do? Uh, there should be a standard array in there. Fifteen, um, fourteen before the classes, if I remember. Yeah, and if you have it off the top of your head, fifteen, go for fourteen, it. thirteen, twelve, ten. Ten, eight. Well, do you want them to point by? Mm-hmm. Probably easier to see standard. Okay, it'll get you a good balance. I can also hmm, I can also generate a third level human cleric for you if that's that, if you that would that would be fine I will adapt to whatever someone, uh, wizards of the coast. Uh, oh, yeah. I can look at I can look at something. Yeah. Oh, like D&D and Beyond. then if you hate it, they might die and you get to do it again anyway. Probably D and D Beyond if, if there's no, nothing to try to make the character good. It's just a bunch of there's no thought behind it. No. It's just, yep. They do it on Dragon Talk all the time. You can end up with a wizard that has nine intelligence and eighteen charisma. That makes no sense. Right. I still yes. enjoy a good punch wizard, though. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. That wizard can't do it. All, all you of your spells a, have to you be. You want to be a male or a female, or an or a neither. Let's, let's, let's roll for it. Let the dice inside. That's, like, that's a good. That's a good attitude. Now you're getting into character. Even male, <laughs> on female. It's eight, so I'm male. Okay. Class cleric of trickery. Level three. What do you want your background to be, by chance? There are a couple of different backgrounds available. There are some that fit clerics, and there are some that don't. I was liking the, the charlatan. Charlatan? Nice. Okay. Since I'm already sense. a deceptive individual. Mm-hmm. Charlatan it is, and your alignment was chaotic neutral, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Alright. Let's play for a End up as one of those, like, Christian revival pastors. <laughs> Tartuffe. Is he going to be playing Tartuffe? No. <laughs> more information now. Yeah. <laughs> you, you discovered the secret for the dog. It only cost me $12. Oh, jeez. That's a whole But the good thing about those bones is after they get all the filling out, you can just shove peanut butter in there instead. Reusable. Just show peanut butter. We're gonna have to start bringing tribute now. Yeah, <laughs> just a jar of peanut butter. It's fine. Yep, I'm good. I mean, Francis isn't even touching. Well, I guess he is still looking at this. Some Leon's the one you need to keep quiet. Yeah. Got his attention by saying his name. <laughs> uh Oh. He knows. Oh. 
Well, I, I have a randomly generated cleric for you if you would like to use that, or I mean, it's up to you. Let's go with it. I mean, we're, I mean, we're, you know, if, if you want to create something, that's no, fine. No, it's, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's roll with what we got there. <clears throat> okay. At least we can get you into it, and then maybe you can create something for yeah. our next time. Yeah. Dandy Beyond is great for that. Free accounts let you build, what, six characters? Something and like you get all the, you get like, some starter handbook stuff, stuff I think. Yeah. yeah. You usually only get like one or two class options. Yeah. Not terrible, like but... Class. So I guess this means I can take different spells than... Maybe I don't need... To, well, no, I guess I'm still going to take Cure Wounds. Oh, yeah. You can always use whatever you want. I'm going to keep Cure Wounds. For the most part, you still have disease. the same... Oh, okay. Because you only have, uh, so here's your character, person. Kyle. I don't know how you want to pronounce that first name. Ru? <laughs> uh, Rye? Rye sounds good. You want to say like Rye? Or you can just call you Wooks. Wooks. I like Wooks. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Wooks. Wooks. We'll just call you Wooks. Wooks. Hey, Wooks. Rye Wooks. Charlatan, human, cleric, level three. Like R Y E? So clearly, R R U Y. Clearly, his first lie is his name. <laughs> yes. And Wooks is W O O K S. W O O K S. Fantastic. Rye Wooks. The Wookie. The Wookie. Yeah, that would be you don't need problem. to be in the lab right it's now. But wants to be. I love you, but no. <laughs> Roy Wooks Jr. Wooks is a. I can see that. Wooks. He's so a, much fun to say. He's a he's a he's a dexterous fellow. He's got a good constitution. His intelligence is a nine. Oh, okay. sound more like but his wisdom <laughs> is a sixteen. I say I'm, I'm trickery, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm not very smart about it. <laughs> You're street smart. You're not mm-hmm. book smart. But I'm wise about it. Mm-hmm. I learn from my mistakes. Yep. <laughs> Someone gets you like a logic fallacy, and you're like, "Doesn't matter." <laughs> I'm basically Devin Nunes. I guess. Just, oh, good. Don't ever say that. <laughs> not even for. I'm not smart, character. but I'm I'm smart about what I'm doing. Even I guess, right? Oh no, I don't think but... he's even smart about what he's doing. <laughs> he's not. He, I, I don't think totally he, a joke. I don't even think he could read like his script well enough. I mean, he didn't even <laughs> choose like somewhere. a pretty good lawyer to like assist him either. Mm-hmm. Thursday was pretty great. Oh yeah, <laughs> Doctor Hill was. Pretty oh great. yeah. Kyle's had like this whole week off to just sit and watch it. Yeah, so. I've, I've, I've watched all of it. All it was fun. I wish I had my headphones when I was getting my tire changed at Walmart for like four hours. Shift's oh. closing closing statement on Thursday was. Fantastic. Mm. It was a bitch slap of words. <laughs> there was something that are we better than that during the during the Sondland testimony? I don't remember what what senator it was, but he was saying Sondland was like, I, 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 excuse, "Excuse me, but I've been like I've been very forthcoming." <laughs> you have thing. not, and, sir. And yet, we've brought you in three <laughs> times. Yeah, like the, <laughs> we've yes. had to drag us out of you. Basically, this is the third time <laughs> we've got any like Moreland or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's the same person who dragged out of like Hill. That that she thought there was no way that he was that it wasn't in his mind that 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 he was not obscene, but I'm out of space, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, not obscure, but that she just didn't know. Oh, that he was was ignorant. Just that he was ignorant. Eat all the dice. I can't remember my job here. Not observing, but oh. What's that? Oblivious. Oblivious. There we go. Oblivious. Well, if there's one thing we can agree on, it's that 
He's definitely oblivious. Just not of just not of the things that we might want. Nope. Nunez might be the, the next yeah. one called because he was yeah. yeah, because of the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Himself in a little trouble. <laughs> he should hire Rudy Giuliani to defend him. <laughs> Perfect. He's really good at talking. Something. Speaking of twat waffle. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh. It's too good for the word. Next year cannot come soon. Okay, so we'll, let's uh, let's go ahead and 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 we'll not we'll we'll talk about what happened previously, so we can get all get on the same page. Uh, luckily, you're all on a boat. Ah, yes, thank you very much. I'm on a boat. So, first of all, thank you for reminding me, Stephen. Yep. Everybody, roll fortune. Yes. I need you to roll a single d20 and tell me what the result is. Fourteen. Twelve. <laughs> One. Oh. One. Fourteen. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Who got a one? I get one. <laughs> Six. Six. Oh. oh, you're nice about 16. it. Sixteen. Four. Four. Okay, we're even. We might not die. And That's I got okay. a five. Mm. Well, we'll still Which manage. is a fail for me, so there's an extra. Yeah, there we go. So we use fortune. You can there's use balance those. in the force. Okay. okay. Which is also a decently good game. So, you know, there's a there's a system in D&D where people, uh, the DM awards inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. And then they can use that to... Gain exactly. advantage on a roll, right? Wow. We use Very something decisive. that is adapted from that that Steven started doing, um, adapting from uh, one, of the, one of the Star Wars uh, fantasy flight games, which is a fortune pool, right? And so the idea is that they're essentially like inspiration, but they're table wide. And the red ones I can use, and the green ones you guys can use. And every time one gets used, it flips to the opposite color, right? So if I use one of my red ones, you get a green one. Of course, if you use a green one, I get a new red one. And so the balance keeps shifting and pulling. And basically, you can cash this in at any point and give yourself advantage on something or if you want to re-roll, right, depending on when you want to invoke that, right? You can't do that to damage rolls, obviously. Right. But any other thing, like a saving throw or an attack roll or anything, you can do check. that sort of thing. Ability check. Yeah. So those are just going to sit, those are sitting on the table and, you know, um, whenever the spirit moves any of you or you, or you all agree that something needs to be done, you know, that... We're all about to die and you really right. need to hit that guy. And of course, of course, in response, I can take one of mine and give a monster advantage on an attack or on a saving throw. Or sometimes, I, sometimes I can cash them all in in, say, the Star Wars game and, and have... Mm. Like bad things, bad happen. things happen to you. That happens so much in Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's generally one, one per per roll. Yep. One, yeah, one you per, can't just keep using it. Yeah, yeah, each person can only catch your yeah. yeah. And you can't use them against other players. Right. I mean, that I guess. I mean, that yeah. seems like a pooled a given, but they. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when when last we were together, okay. So let's let's give a, a quick rundown. Um, Introduce our characters. Yes, in just a moment. Um, so the lot of you, with the exception of Wooks here, uh, the lot of you were at the funeral of your beloved friend Boz Ridhag. You may remember Boz Ridhag. Boz Ridhag, a professor of linguistics at the Citadel of Elevated Aims, right? Um, he uh, was one of many in Faerun that had been uh, 
previously been killed due to some kind of misadventure, right? And was brought back to life by a cleric, a temple, right? And uh, because of the death curse currently sweeping Faerun, um, he was one of the poor, unfortunate souls who, since he had previously died, had decayed again and died permanently this time. Well, permanently within the scope of the death curse. Because, as you understand it, um, scholars and uh, clerics and, and all manner of thinkers are, are, are stymied trying to figure out a solution to the, the fact that people are dying and they can't come back to life. Also, people who, again, who had been risen from the dead are now basically reverting back to, to death. Right? So Boz Ridhag, your friend, was unfortunately one of those one of those um, consequences. And at his funeral, you were approached by two figures. You were approached by Romalia Haventree and Sindra Sylvain. They, too, were representing the Harpers, a group known throughout Faerun of um, being a, they're a semi-secretive organization in that you're probably aware of who they are but not who's in the organization and why and what their aims are. Right? Um, who dedicated to spreading generally good and order through the world and balancing um, civilization and nature and, and, and trying to keep everything um, not death cursy. So these two, Romalia and Sindra, um, explained that they were trying to figure out the source of the death curse. And the way that they were going to do that, since their own intelligence agents were desperate and everyone else was desperate because they were to figure this out, they were going to storm the tower of a lich uh, living 50 miles south of Baldur's Gate along the Sword Coast. Uh, Zaldora Cordris, the Duchess of Rot. They were going to storm that tower and force the Lich to provide intelligence about the Death Curse. Because if, as they understood it, the Death Curse was kind of akin to a Lich's magic, it would make sense that a Lich might be able to provide some new information. So they essentially proposed to you, all right, we're going to go in and we're going to make a big distraction. We're going to assault the tower. And while we do so, you will get on the boat, go on the side, go in a small sort of side cave, and sneak into the tower and steal her phylactery and use it as a bargaining chip to, fo- to force her to give, you an inf- to give you that information. So you left Baldur's Gate aboard the Diviner, a little keel boat, uh, piloted by a uh, Harper Mage, Colbrax. Colbrax um, sailed you to, you know, that, that side of the shore. You heard Romalia's horn out in the distance, signaling the, the start of the assault. And there were a lot of you made your way into the cave, down the stairs, and there you were in uh, Zaldara's cellar. You infiltrated the cellar with, with some speed um, after some initial... Uh, difficulties with a door <laughs> with a skull face on it. Oh boy. But you actually managed, in hindsight, Decent. to do the shortcut side, essentially. You didn't go through the entire sort of structure. So you made your way through the dungeons, found a, uh, a pseudo dragon. Yep. Turned out to be one of Zaldara's uh, old familiars, cast away now that she was sick of her, essentially. Um, and this. Uh, 
this uh, pseudo dragon, whose name was Elanast. Elanast was glad to be like to to see people who weren't Zaldara or skeletons. Uh, was glad to be released and offered to help in whatever way she could to navigate the party through the cellar. Really, she just escaped as soon as she could. But I don't remember. Yep. Well, the next room you all sort of chanced upon after being attacked by like ten disembodied hands. Yeah, that was fun. This is your uh, stuff. You found this room with these two pillars and a large iron chest. It turned out after some some uh, experimentation and some and a fight with some circle ghosts. I was not going to call them that because you got so mad at me last week. Spectres. There are two specters. And there was a whole thing. Stephen's initial character died. died. Candles no more. Can't candle in the wind. There's no more. Weasel um, familiar jumped on chest. Yes, the weasel exploded. familiar jumped on the chest, exploded. It really helped us. Yep. Yeah, it was fun. Good times. But eventually, you were able to disable this trap that was in the room, open the chest, and find uh, Zaldara's phylactery, which was a spell book bound in humanoid skin. Because of course it's pretty it is. gross. <laughs> um, and so, with that, pretty you lovely. exited with speed out of the cellar. Uh, Colbrax was able to transport you uh, magically uh, to teleport you to sort of the front site of the line. battle, right? The front lines. Um, where you met with Romalia, who was pretty pretty decently wounded. Um, and Zaldara herself appeared, and there was a there was a very tense conversation between Zaldara and the party, since Romalia was basically chucked against a tree. Um, As you do. And you all came to an agreement with Zaldara. Zaldara gave you some information, said that this death curse was originating from an artifact called the Soulmonger. Yeah. And the Soulmonger was this sort of this necromantic um, magical artifact that was last, last she knew in the possession of a demi-lich named Serac. And the Serac we all know is big business. Soulmonger, Serac. So, given that information, you exchanged the spellbook, she... Disappeared and sort of left her, you know, left the Harpers to tend to their wounded and, uh, left and so on and so forth. Intact as well. Yes, that's always nice. It did inform her of her familiar's betrayal. Yep. And so, despite despite some some heavy losses and some complications, uh, the Harpers got what they wanted. So then, the rest of you, uh, the party, you went to Cinder's tent nearby in in the Cloakwood, and she explained that all right, so we're going to Chult. You're going to need some basic information. Thankfully, um, thankfully, Rachel's character, whose name I can't remember. Ruby. Ruby. Ruby's character is from, Ruby is from Chult. Um, so the basic sort of moving and shaking going on in Chult right now is is kind of covered. But she provided you um, a rough map of the continent of Chult. Now, the way that Chult is, it is essentially like it's very dark part of Africa, right? You know. So, Tolkien was basically a huge swamp of things full of things. Swamp, jungle, volcanoes, the whole central part of Chult is an unmapped, uh, difficult to navigate um, peninsula. uh, Nightmare, basically. Which is why, um, essentially, the only place of 
safety and culture, really, like the only proper city in Shul is Port Yanzaro there on the north. That's where uh, goods come and, come and go, the seven merchant princes um, keep a good handle on things, and people are safe there, generally speaking, right? If there are any sort of <coughs> other um, little forts, uh, places, Sons. forts, camps, they're very tenuous at best, or there are ruins of once ancient cities that have been abandoned because they've been overrun by undead or something like that. So Port Yanzaro is the place where you need to go. So Sandra explained all this and made sure that um, you were given a chartered document to Port Yanzaro. Turns out that Sandra uh, ha- was owed a favor or two by a captain, uh, a Captain Ordeme. Captain Ordeme, uh, captain of the Brazen Pegasus, a ship that regularly went to and from Port Yanzaro. Um, and of course... Given this charter document, Captain Orme would be more than happy to take you to uh, to Chult. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, you return to Baldur's Gate, you boarded the Brazen Pegasus. There's a little bit of difficulty with the first mate, uh, Grig. It was a little, a little um, rough with you in the beginning, a little uh, suspicious, but Captain Orme quickly mm-hmm. smoothed things over and took care of things. And um, Hello. Captain Order may explain that, all right, we're going to Chull. This is probably the fastest boat you can be on. We're not a huge boat. We're not a galleon. You know, we're a, not a pleasure cruise. We're a sloop, and this is not a pleasure cruise, but, you know, if we go at top speed, we can get there within a, a matter of days instead of the, the 10 day or, or more that it would take an, another vessel. Travel is long. You get set up, um, you meet on the docks uh, a new fellow, uh, Stephen's new character. Tak Day. a kobold <laughs> wizard with a large uh, wizard cliche wizard, wizard hat. Um, and he he offers to, to join as, a, as an agent of the Harpers. He you know, wishes to come along and uh, see this mission through. A junior agent of the Harbors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> point that out. First day. Yep. Um, and so you get on the boat and you take off. You're sailing the seas between uh, the Sword Coast and Schult. Um You start to get to know some of the people on board and some Captain Ordinay a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Some people know them biblically. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mostly one that's person. only in <laughs> And... Um, Two interesting things happen. Well, three interesting things. First, you uh, spot some strange driftwood floating in the sea. Um, once recovered, you can oh, see that that, that is a, a two-foot length of driftwood that had this strange symbol carved into it, which you later determined was uh, a symbol of Umberly. Umberly, uh, goddess of the... Uh, the sea and the storm and everything like that. A a bad goddess, to be sure. Right. Someone whom people worship out of fear rather than sort of mm-hmm. uh, Love? any kind of devotion. Devotion. Yeah. Pray or get. The you eventually way. discovered that this was somehow, for some reason, it had become a magical item. It was previously a piece of inert, mundane driftwood, but was now a magical item imbued with some power of unbelief. Then later, a few days later, you came across a longboat 
containing three dehydrated-looking men in torn naval uniforms, uh, the oldest of which introduced himself as uh, Captain Wolf, uh, captain of a naval vessel called the Prosperous. And apparently the Prosperous had been the victim of a mutiny. Prosperous explained that he didn't understand any of what had happened. His crew seemed um, tight and professional and amenable the entire journey, but then there was a there was a moment where something switched, something flipped, and the crew became fractious and argumentative. They seemed completely different from ourselves. And eventually they mutinied and forced him and his two um, senior officers his two senior officers onto the longboat and cast them out. And that was the last that Captain Wolf had, had heard or seen him. And so they were they were glad to be picked up by the brazen Pegasus. They were offered food and water and and they were explaining their sort of situation. And the and then the captain very gamely offered five hundred gold pieces to the to the lot of you as as a group per person. If you would help him recapture Prosperous. Which you agreed to do. Finally, you stumbled across the Prosperous, floating, not sailing, but floating, in the middle of the ocean. You came upon it. It seemed abandoned from from the distance, with the spyglass and everything. But once you got in a lifeboat, went alongside, or I think you used the longboat that the Prosperous people had used. Um, You docked alongside, got on the ship, and realized that the deck was covered. Bloody mess. And it was a bloody mess, covered in bodies. It looked like the bodies of the crew of the Prosperous. You couldn't see a single living soul. While you were investigating this, uh, you were menaced by a sea ambling mound, which rose from the depths of the sea and attacked you, trying to drown Pierre, I believe, at yes. one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but after killed he killed one of the senior, the senior officers, yes, killed one of the senior officers of the Prosperous who'd gone with you to check out the ship. Captain Wolf had said, "Okay, you know, go go on and and, and check the ship." I think it was Angus. Angus, Angus was killed by the Sea Ambling Mound. Yeah, I know. And uh, after I said that, if the crew's there, they might want to kill Captain. He's like. Yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the the rest know. of you. So really, you all doomed Angus. <laughs> um, so. So after a tense battle with the sea ambling mount, right? Um, you had managed to slay it. You'd gotten Pierre, fish him out of the water, and you found that. Um, you were no closer to sort of answers as to what happened to the Prosperous because it made sense that the Sea Ambling Mound had sort of terrorized at least some of the crew, but that didn't explain the injuries, which looked more like conventional weapons, or how it could have slaughtered 30-something people without there being some kind of damage to it. And also what caused the mutiny. And what caused the mutiny in the first place, which was still, still a mystery. So that's where we were when we last left off. Sorry, I was trying not to interrupt you. What was going on? The, the monitor's uh, model number. I'm looking to see if there's a remote. S24 C570L. Yeah, so that 
So last time we left off, you guys were, I think, still on the deck of the Prosperous, just kind of think so. taking a breather and, and trying to trying to figure yeah, things out. Yep. So should we introduce our characters so Kyle can Yes, please. Introduce your characters. Uh, okay. Um, my Except you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll let you know. I will let you know. <laughs> my character's name is Ruby. She's a shifter, so she looks kind of cat-like. Does she have to attach an infrared receiver? Cool. Lionel Tealeaf, a halfling professor at the Citadel. Historian. He's a rogue. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, the, I, the, I am it, now a tomb raider. The, it, literally, yeah, tomb raider. Well, yeah. I was in a museum. <laughs> tomb raider and a wound. But you don't have yeah, the yeah. you don't have polygonal tits. <laughs> Yet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, stereo. <laughs> uh, my character is Emmanuel Kant, and uh, she is a paladin of Ilmanor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Though she started out in the temple soon. Right, and now she sort of transitioned. She likes to sleep. Wait, wait, wait. Well, she had an interesting past because there's like this demigod that was all about cats and uh, feasting and indulgence. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. Old, old head. Old head. Uh, mm-hmm. head. I mean, that fits for cats. So, <laughs> and uh, and she was there for a little while and uh, they decided she was a better cleric than what that goddess deserved, so... Oh, sure, yeah. They sent her to all matter. All right. You got reassigned. <laughs> promoted. If you want to look at it that way, promoted. Okay. New, new Tom? Title. Oh, uh, I am uh, Pierre Delecto. <laughs> human Horizon. Porn star. Walker. <laughs> no. Oh, no. no. Okay. No. <laughs> No, human uh, horizon walker. So ranger. So we're the two rangers. Yet. Yep. 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 <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Probably already human horizon stone. walker ranger. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then um, of course Takte. Yep. Takte the kobold. A, I grew up a little bit more on the rogue side, but once he was integrated into society, he's become a wizard. So a little bit of both. All right. So the lot of you on the deck of the prosperous. Again, the bodies have. Uh, littered uh, the planks. Um, you can still see the fresh body of Angus. Uh, unfortunately, oh, I thought he was drowned. Struck. In the you still see the the bubbles okay. from <laughs> the death of Angus. But sometimes I forget things. Um, you still feel the spiritual presence okay. of <laughs> Angus. It's clear water. <laughs> it's like ultra clear. It's all the way down. It's a lot of bodies down there. Jesus. Um, yeah, so, so you still feel sort of the absence of, of Angus. You're basically by yourself uh, on the deck of the Prosperous. Um, and you hear a rattling coming from one of the hatches in the central portion of, of of the deck. Okay. <laughs> I go over to check it out. Okay. It looks oh, like that um, currently, because of the, the the bodies sort of all piled around, that the the hatch is trying to be forced open, but the weight is keeping it down. I'll go over and help remove bodies. Yeah. I guess that sounds like fun. Sure. Yeah. You take a leg or two, an arm, you grab the. Slide these poor, poor, unfortunate assholes out of the way, <laughs> and the the hatch bursts open. And coming from the hatch, you see 
Rye Wooks. <laughs> you see a, a human cleric. So, initiative? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quick murder. <laughs> you see a human gentleman uh, come out in, uh, in clerical garb. Well, we have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> we have many questions. First of all, what's with the name? <laughs> Literally drew it out of a hat. <laughs> My parents hated it. I was born in a log cabin. Unfortunately, it was at sea. <laughs> a floating log cabin. Perhaps you've seen it's our driftwood. Isn't, isn't a floating log cabin just a boat? <laughs> a house cabin. It's a boat house. <laughs> or a cabin boat. It's a boat house. Yes. Very good. It's a houseboat. I'm just confused now. Okay. I'll start like lining up the bodies. Stacking them like cordwood? Well, like in a line, not like pyramid. Oh, sure. Yeah, you're trying to get, yeah. Give them some semblance of dignity, yeah. yeah. Nothing OCD about that. <laughs> I mean, it's These nice. bodies in order. <laughs> well, well, now they can be like... No, Properly assessed and put into a museum, right? You know, oh, so, so, Luke's, how much do you remember about being aboard the Prosperous? I've been down here quite a while, so I don't even know where we're at. Dehydrated, then? A little bit. <laughs> Give you a water skin? Do you remember hearing Just the skin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's empty. It's empty. <laughs> Dip it in the, the ocean there. Can we just... Uh, <laughs> salty. Uh, Briny. <laughs> Briny, yeah. So were you a passenger or stowaway or cargo? Cargo. Cargo. <laughs> I'd rather not say at the moment. <laughs> well, cargo. It's, it's yeah. a little important. It, hey, hey, if he's cargo, I don't know about the captain we just met. Just <laughs> saying. Yeah. That's true. It doesn't raise questions about <laughs> Captain Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean the cabin boy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, I am Chris Elliott. Yes. Do you remember hearing anything? Because 30 people don't just die quietly. I, I've heard some things. What are you interested in? Well, How about you give me an intelligence check? <laughs> just gesture around <laughs> me to all the bodies. You so you're going to roll a d20, a single d20, and then you're going to add your intelligence modifier. So you're going to take away one. Negative one! I'm done. <laughs> Hey, it's a one. One. (laughs) I can see you. We're going to make that a 16, so now it's a 15. Nice. Nice. So we'll cross the 16. So so with some encouragement from Takta, something about looking at this tiny lizard with a giant hat makes you feel better. And you're like, you know what? Yeah. I do remember some things. So what you're able to piece together is that you were previously, um, you know, surreptitiously in the hold, on the lower decks of the ship, and letting the crew of the Prosperous go about their business. You uh, stuck to the shadows and to the sort of lesser um, traveled portions of the ship when you started hearing discontent and violence among the crew. And the last thing that you remember is the sound of uh, a battle. But not, not against some kind of monster but the sound of swords <laughs> clanging and ropes <coughs> being taut and feet beating the uh, the top deck. And that's about all that you can remember before silence. For several days. Wow. So this. So did it sound like there was a winning side that it left? 
Oh, you're okay. Yeah, um, it sounded like uh, with a sixteen, you remember enough that like clearly people left the boat. Yeah, that much you mm-hmm. remember. So we have a reasonable assumption then that it's humanoids. Do you know if they had ships or did they just go into the water? Uh, I, I heard a lot of splashing, but I don't know if a ship rolled in and they boarded from there or things were thrown overboard. Yeah. Well, we might just have to be on the lookout for whoever left. Still doesn't explain the... We should definitely check the hold. Uh, between somebody who can cast de- detect magic in my uh, senses, we I should be it. able to find out if there's a magical object or an unholy object. Sure. I think I cast a text Start magic preparation. when we first got up to the top deck, and it didn't ping anything. Nothing on the top deck. So let's go down to the hold, and I'll cast it. And I should still have it. It's ten minutes. Assuming, Assuming you battle. concentrated the whole time. Yeah. But the battle probably broke my concentration. We'll probably just have to cast it again. It's a ritual. It's a ritual. Time, ten minutes. Yeah. Ambling mound thing probably would have broken concentration. Question. Yes. Is... Like Morse code or like yes, signaling? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm glad this? you asked. Yes, not specifically Morse code. Oh, you've never oh, like Samuel Morse, halfling inventor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it, usually people do sort of in like uh, the the oldest oldest lamp signaling. Yeah, yeah. With the bullseye lantern. So they're just yeah. So I have a bullseye. I'm going to try to signal to to Pegasus. our yeah to the Pegasus crew dead. Just that. <laughs> Basically. No right. added information. So the, so the next thing we see, the ship just leaves. They're all dead. All right. Okay, so you get a triple dry lantern. Yeah, those guys are good. It's, it's, it's like early afternoon, so, you know. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's kind of difficult to do, but you, you, you use the Aldous kind of style signaling. And sure enough, after a moment, you get a similar uh, response from, from the Pegasus, which says... Um, it, it asks you uh, assistance. It'll be like safe uh, investigating. Okay. And then you have the final response will hold. Roger. I like this motion. <laughs> <laughs> Let's right. all do this for me. Well, I go into the Well, hole. it is very much like <laughs> light, <laughs> not light. I know, light, not just, light. It's fun. Light like for it. a while, quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like Morse code, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. Short, long, short, long. Because either they use sig- uh, like the flapping of the things, or they use flags. Huge flags. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Let's do semaphores. Yeah. Semaphore. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, very good. Okay, so if you're prepping detect magic, I will. Sure. Pre- I will prep comprehend languages. Cool. We're going to go down to the hold. So yep. Yeah. Um, prep detect magic for like ten minutes. Let's see if anything pings down there. Okay, so you're heading down the hold. Let me get over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so fancy. So you can see... The, oh, oh. oh, fuck you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had it scaled for a minute. God damn it. Okay. Well, we're not doing... So I don't have to be precise on my measurements here. No. Just easier to it's see. It's good. All right. So you head down... Um, this is where you were previously, uh, whoops. Um, you can see as you're making your way down that, um, there's not a lot in the way of lighting down here. Essentially what you're getting is filtering in from the daylight, either through the planks or small porthole here and there. It's fine, I've got um, vision, no big deal. 
You can see that there are several crates and barrels, um, most of which you can see at least stamped on the outside are, um, you're looking at uh, rum, spices, salt, and that sort of thing. What seems like conventional um, shipped goods. Uh, and there are a whole, there are, there are a, a couple of sort of sections of um, sundries and and so forth. There's a table back there which has the sort of remains of what of what Wooks had been uh, snacking on to sort of keep himself going for the past couple of days. Um, you can see some uh, hammocks essentially for the for the crew sort of strung over the various beams and sides. There was a door to the rear. And then there is uh, what looks like, at least back on the top deck, there was another um, there's another hatch covered by some bodies that you could go down as well. So, what do you want to do? You're currently in this space here. Right. Um, let's see. Detect magic is how far in range? 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Let me check. I think it's, or it's 30, 30 feet. 30 feet? Well, it's yeah. enough to hit, let's see, if you stand in roughly the center, center of the boat, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, it covers a good chunk of the boat. Yeah, okay, we could so both do it. You could stand on one end, and I could stand on the other. Yeah. If you want to do that, that's fine. Right. We'll do the Venn diagram, like in the middle. <laughs> yeah, no, no. great. Okay. okay. Or it's like headlights. Yeah, so I'm going to pop a divine sense, and for a round, it tell me... Celestials, fiends, and undead, right? And also anything that's consecrated or desecrated, but as with the holy spell. Right, right, right. Nice. And it's 60 feet, unless it's in full cover. So basically... Within line of sight. Yeah, line of sight. So Yeah, 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 okay. All right, so divine sense. So you get in contact with your sort of holy powers. You feel out the space. There doesn't seem to be... You're not detecting any Celestials, any Fiends, any Undead. But there is... There's something pinging at the sort of the very edge of your awareness. Something has been desecrated here, but whatever it was is not here any longer. You're sort of feeling like the echo of the desecration, or the... The ripple footprint. Yeah. yeah. So I go over to where that is and uh, try to zoom the area. Okay. You can see that um, you make your way off to the side over here, uh, to the rear of the ship, and you can see that um, there is a portion uh, of the ship well above the waterline, but just below the um, uh, uh, one of the, the portholes. Uh, a serious portion of the hull has been damaged. Several pieces of um, the actually the hull itself are, are missing, and you're seeing just open sea. I think I found something over here. There was something that had been desecrated over here, and it seems like it's been removed. Perhaps it was even part of the ship because it seems like it was the ship was damaged when it was removed. Like that plank we found. Driftwood. Oh. Yeah. Might have been. Well, but this looks a little better than that, right? What's that? The, well, the driftwood could have been a part of it. It could have been part of Does it. Does it seem like it could have been part of a ship? The driftwood? That's a question. Well, you've still got... That's back on the That's back mm-hmm. on the other ship, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, make an intelligence ship. I mean, when you say drift... When, when I think of driftwood, I think of like a log, kind of misshapen. And yeah, it's not, also true. Not manufactured like a... 
piece of a ship. Well, the the natural twenty. Nice. <laughs> you remember that piece of driftwood very well, and you know that in this sense it was driftwood in the sense of how you found it. Mm. Okay. Just drifting. It was very much literally drifting wood. Given the shape of that thing, which you committed to memory, you could very well you could just have taken it with you onto the prosperous, popped it right uh, right in there. Yes, it definitely came from this ship. So we really need to get that off the boat. I would suggest so, yes. Probably in a museum. You hear a series of explosions. <laughs> <laughs> this is our boat now. Oh, oh, fuck! Their, their bullseye's going off like this. <laughs> we're all down below. Can't see shit. Yeah, I think I'm still uh, up yeah, on, I top. Think you're on top. And so yeah. you guys are going to do detect magic, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Like lining up so the two of you, lines. you take your ten minutes, you do your sort of Rounds. Venn diagram. Uh, <laughs> of, of detecting the shit out of the middle. Yes. Yeah. We are, yep. Double detected. Um... So you realize that there is um, there is a kind of conjuration magic echo, much like what Emmanuel described. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, hey. Being asshole. Much like what Emmanuel described, but in a oh, yeah, the sense of conjuration. There's some kind of lingering essence of conjuration magic. Hmm. Well, that's fun. So they conjured something, desecrated it, took it. Well, what if that yeah. sea creature was what was coming? Yeah. Did we check the drift? The driftwood was evil, right? We yes. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we yeah, talked. Give us some bad stuff. Identified yeah. it. Yeah. Stuff. Okay. The driftwood, if you remember, was once it was identified, it was actually a magical club, essentially, mm-hmm. that if you held it and it took madness, if you said a prayer to Umberly or some kind of. Right. You know, think Umberly. You would gain a form of short-term madness, but this thing would become like magic. Magic. Okay, so that's definitely what happened, right? Sounds like it. So the driftwood was cursed. Somebody used it instead of prayer to Umberly. Made the crew go mad against the captain. Now you and your uh, Wooks and your uh, sort of in your attempt to stay as far away out of that business as humanly possible, weren't able to get a good look at what had happened down in this this deck. You do recall that there it seemed like you heard at least some humanoid figures moving around. What sounded like um, uh, chanting and some some uh, sort of sword play going on. And then the sound of some uh, cracking and, and sort of damage which now that you're seeing as you're coming out and taking a full scope of the lower deck must have been damage to the boat. To the prosper. We need to get off this boat, get back on our boat, and get rid of that driftwood. Should we check the lower deck first? Well, you're, yeah, no. there's still a, there's a door here, and there's still a... a sure, let's finish scoping it out. We might as well. Oh, so there's two decks, right? Okay. So you're here. Right there. You open that door, and you find yourself in essentially the cannoneering room. There are cannonballs and gunpowder, all mysteriously untouched. So... By that token, it seems as if the battle, whatever it was, did not involve the two ships, per se. Because otherwise, this would have been touched. And in fact, you would have seen, you would have heard cannon fire, and there would have been um, probably still powder and burn marks, scorching and stuff, and the smell from cannons being discharged. 
days. Otherwise, you, you take a look around, and it's just there are some extra cannons sort of stacked in there to replace some, some cracked or, or corroded ones, uh, some barrels with gunpowder, and, and quite a lot of cannonball. Okay. Nothing inside. Uh, I'll open my divine senses again. Nothing. Not in this room anyway. You're still getting the scent, the echo from this portion. Okay. Um, this one seems clean. This house is clear. <laughs> go down to the other hold, I guess. Okay, so you go back up to the top deck, take your way down, and you find yourself in the captain's quarters. Yep. This is an area with a with a nicely uh, furnished bed. There's a, a desk with uh, nautical charts uh, stretched across it, uh, and you can see that there is a bookshelf with all manner of sort of journals and 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 uh, scrolls that have been wrapped up, and what seem to be like. Um, Treatises on on sailing and uh, officer behavior and all manner of things, um, and this place seems similarly untouched. Oh well, there's nautical charts and whatever else is captain's log. Okay, yeah, grab a couple of the, literally the captain's log. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like the log lady and the, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, literally. Before log. you grab that, let's check out the captain's log. Yeah, let's take a look at it. Okay, so you open up the small leather journal and you take a look inside are the writings of what, what you can assume to be Captain Wolf. Um, it, uh, as you're reading through, it tracks with his um, explanation of what happened. He's, he says that he, um, over, the, over several days, discovered a sense of temperament changing amongst the crew. Um, he recounts specifically in the book about there being a sort of a he wasn't sure if it was just his imagination or not, given that he was distracted by the, the slow, mutinous sort of rise uh, of his crew. Uh, there was a sort of a strange smell aboard, something he described as acrid and sulfurous. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the, other than that, the... the um, the, the, the entries all track with, with the information that he gave you. And the final one is actually interrupted. You can see a sort of a long streak of, of ink where it looks like pen moved, uh, a quill pen moved off of paper rather subtle. Yes, he's eating. It's okay. Can't have this Sulfurous, huh? Accurate and sulfurous is what <coughs> Captain Wolf's entry described. Just very s- try to sneakily lean over and sniff Luke's real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you do? <laughs> I do. No, no, he all seems. Right, he smells great. like a human being. I haven't I'll bathed for a while. I've I mean, been it's, down it's here. It's not great, <laughs> but it's, all, but it's not sulfur. No, so, it's not okay. sulfur. Mostly beans to eat. That's not my fault. <laughs> beans, not eggs. That might have been. Ah, you know, oh, yes, the musical. I think <laughs> maybe they had uh, some of the demon. That sounds healthy. Okay, let's get this stuff and get back to uh, the ship. Well, is there something else to do? I mean, you can set the ship on fire. Yes. <laughs> that feels a little extreme. <laughs> you go back to Captain Wolf on the on the on the praise and Pegasus. You're like, I just couldn't, couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't save it. I set the ship on fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we talked about. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Remember? Tell him. 
So while we're that just... would not fly with my character. <laughs> oh yeah, no. True. So, so what, um, we, we get you on the longboat, and then someone gets like a line of black powder, <laughs> and it explodes over while the we're ocean. Back. There yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that line coming back to us had nothing to do with us at all. So what is the cargo? Can we get a sense of what the cargo is? Yeah, I mean, you, if you want to actually open up the crates. Sure. Yeah, so you, you take a moment, you open up a barrel on a crate or two. Sure enough, it, do, it is what it says on the crate. The stencils all prove you're looking at um, dry goods, you're looking at sundries, you're looking at spices and salt and all manner of things that will keep over a sort of a long voyage. And it's intact. There's nothing missing. There's no, nothing not a thing. Missing. No. And it seems like the cargo was untouched. Okay. Nothing, like, interesting in the takers. Well, I guess I mean, we give it back. You want to Spice signal them and see, uh, signal the brazen pegasus and see if we need any supplies, I guess? If we need any supplies, or should we take over the supplies? Uh, we should probably <laughs> just <laughs> go back, report our findings. Decides. If they need anything, they can come get it. We'll decide what to do from there. Well, we could always just tell them to come alongside. That's true, yeah. It seems safe enough for that, aside from the... Uh, Gunpowder is always a worry, but no threats at the moment. All right, I'll say safe to approach. Okay, that's good. They they confirm, and then you could see that the brazen Pegasus unfurls their sails and begins heading towards. I'd probably the side try to like the ship. anchor, or if, if it's not anchored, try to like yeah, you drop it. Yeah. Okay, so after a few minutes, the brazen Pegasus comes to the side. They set up a gangplank uh, onto. Uh, the deck, and you can see the the rock gnome form of Captain Ordemay Swift and Dark, uh, who, for your reference, looks like this. It's pretty cool. That's Captain Ordemay. Okay. Well, we may have found where that piece of driftwood came from. Yeah. And I think we need to get rid of it immediately. Yes, uh, Emanuela said it would fit perfectly in the side of that ship. So Captain Orbay sort of strides, uh, strides on board. Jesus, holy mother of God. Oh, I should have mentioned how bloody it was. Yes, that would have been good to <laughs> signal on the lantern before I came on. Lots of blood. Uh, I take it this is the crew of the Prosperous? I did yes. say the crew was dead, yes. Here they are, aligned by Heidi. Well, you said crew dead. <laughs> Could have been any crew. It's important to confirm. And you said something about the driftwood? Yes. Uh, Emanuela found the exact spot that it would have fit into. And uh, something there was desecrated. We hmm. wonder if that and is what possibly caused the a summons. Of what? Uh, could be anything. A demon seems likely. Oh, good. Could we use it as like a tuning fork to find whatever it was? I'm not most magically inclined, but I don't think it works that way. Greg, bring Captain Wolf aboard! Sure enough, Greg brings over (laughs) Captain Wolf. Yeah, just like (laughs) (laughs) This should kill him. Captain Wolf comes aboard, still in his sort of kind of torn naval uniform. Uh, He hasn't hasn't taken it off out of a sense of pride, probably. Probably a fresh set of clothes from his cap. He walks on. He walks on board, and then you Slight can see smell. the sort of color drain from his face. You can see sort of the, the gravity of what's happened hit him. 
We've got bad news about Angus, too. What, what, what happened to Angus? Dragged under. By a sea ambling mound. He was large and green and wanted to kill us. Will you kill Leon? I will kill him. <laughs> I will at least take him out to pee. So, you see, again, there's this there's this sense of profound loss uh, on, on the captain's face. You can see that, and, and now more so than ever, even even when you first saw him with the longboat dehydrated, having not eaten and drank for quite some time, this is the oldest that he's ever looked. I, I hide behind the crew so that he can't notice me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so he sort of sweeps the deck and gives a kind of a he, he, he gives a small sort of religious gesture near his chest. Well, I, I, su- I suppose a uh, reward is in order you did retrieve the prosperous, and for that you should be repaid. Do you have a preference for your crew? Should they be buried at sea? Or? You should know that uh, whoever did this seemed to have left, and it it's most likely Dunamoy to be determined. It was not the creature that we encountered. Yes. Pirates, perhaps? We've determined that conjuration magic was used, that there was desecration of some kind. You think that evil driftwood that we picked up is from your ship. So there's religious pirates of... Could be this is In my experience, most pirates aren't very religious. Yes. This is assuming they're all the same forces. They could be Indeed. one who drove them mad and another who came upon them later. But By the way, I we don't... found someone in your hold. <laughs> <laughs> if it were pirates, though, the the cargo is still intact, untouched. The cargo is fine. Yes. Untouched. Yeah, I've always been dead. I'll stand in this maps and cabin on. Your cabin is also untouched. Small favors. <laughs> you were there? You were the one they found in the cargo hold? Is that right? Yes. What's your name, sir? Most call me Wooks. Wooks. I don't remember you being aboard the manifest. And you wouldn't find me there either. Stowe, eh? <coughs> You may say so. You see uh, Captain Wolf actually storm forward and grab you by the lapels, essentially. You've been there this whole time, and you did nothing to help my boys. I can't let myself be known. He sort of forcibly shoves you away. I like put a handle on Captain Wolf. I'll just kind of like surreptitiously stand in front of her. Welcome from you. Like, mm, it's not making me angry. Aren't you suspicious? That, that makes me more suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know him. Yeah. He takes a long drag of his beard. Clearly a fucking stowaway. <sighs> my, my apologies. Is he a stowaway or is he the person who caused all this? <laughs> well, that is something that we have to find out. Right. He's not a truth. I must admit, uh, I am at a bit of a loss. I, I had hoped to recapture my my ship with at least some of the crew intact so that we could sail back to Phil. But now, with the crew gone, 
Could we tell it's behind the... Should be able to. Just one person. Captain Ordemay? Here to help steer. I suppose we'll have to talk to Ordemay about it. Captain Ordemay looks over as you mention that and says, uh, Well, we could, but uh, that's going to make our journey a little bit longer than we anticipated. Also, since we're a sloop, of course the, uh, the Prosperous itself is a similar class ship, but much heavier, as you can see. It'll be uh, difficult, but we can do it. If that's what you want, Captain Wolf. Sounds like there should be a surcharge for that. I think we're getting paid well enough, as is. No, not for us. I'm just saying for Captain. Mm -hmm. That's a fair point. However, Captain Wolf... Don't have to buy a new ship. Your ship was desecrated and part of it was taken out. Do you really want to chance it, given what happened to your last crew? Yeah, it's a superstitious lot. The cargo is probably quite valuable, though. The cargo was routine fare. Something that we would ship to and, and from. Chugged uh, on, on many an occasion. Maybe leave it anchored here and pick it up on the way back. Some of the pirates don't get it. Depends on where you want to go, I guess. Chult or Baldur's Gate. We're only a day out from Chult, aren't we? It's true, yeah, you're very close to Chult, actually. Wouldn't add too much, I would think. If that's where he wants to go, I think it's fine. You see him straighten himself up. He adjusts he sort of the, the remains of his uniform. This is my ship. I have served at the Prosperous' helm for many a year. And so I will pilot this vessel back to job. If you will speak uh, with my remaining senior officer, he will give you the reward that I promised you, and he and I will attend to this vessel. You have done your, your duty. Uh, okay, um... How much do I know about sailing ships? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to need more than two. He yeah. knows that. Okay. <clears throat> do you have training? Not much. Navigate? <clears throat> it's What'd just like a six. Well, you don't know very much. Um, but I'm pretty sure it takes more than two people, right? Well, it's a sloop. It's a really, you need someone to steer the vessel. Uh-huh. And you need someone to attend to the sails, the rigging and everything, like making sure that it's unfurled and refurled and, and so on and so forth. So really, you don't need that many people. It just becomes exponentially harder and tedious for a small amount of crew to do it as opposed to a large amount of crew, right? Because you have somebody at each station rather than somebody running around. But it is feasible. <laughs> What's the likelihood? Sales, what is the likelihood the that this does, is yes. some... This is some manly show of going down with his ship that he doesn't want us to see with the senior officer. Give me an insight check, then, on Captain Wolf. Because I think if I just ask him that, he might be offended, so... (laughs) (laughs) Can't roll anything. Can I use fortune, please? Because that was a seven. Nope, that was worse. (laughs) Good. Awesome. What'd you get? Like a three. His, all you get from him as you're sort of looking at him is a sense of that sort of deep well of sadness, mm-hmm. that sort of the loss of what was essentially a large portion of his you know, naval career, his life. Yeah. You know, he knew these men and well. Um, and a sense of that sense of profound loss and also a kind of 
There's a sort of focus to him now. Yeah. That's, sense of duty. That's a sense of duty. Yeah. That sense of duty could go either ways. Yeah. Either get him home or die trying. Get him to the bottom of the <clears throat> fucking ocean at this yep. point. Davy Jones. So I'll go up to uh, what's the captain of our ship? Captain Orderman. Ask her what she thinks of his plan quietly so nobody else can hear. Hmm. Well, I've been a captain for a long time and I know what how captains think. They're tied to their vessels, you know, like a member of the family, much like the crew. If I know anything about the kind of man that Captain Wolf is, I know a little based on conversation we've had. It's his job to see this through. Even if it takes a great personal toll on him. Now, a ship like that, it's going to be difficult to sail with just two people. Not impossible, but a hell of a pain in the ass. Could you spare some of your crew for a few days until he, make, he gets to jolt with his ship? Captain, are you heading to Port Nyanzaro? Uh, yes, yes, I, I, I am. I will offload the cargo there, and then I will... I will make my new plans. I think we can do that. Great. I have a couple of the sailors. Uh, five. Make their way onto the Prosperous and to assist Captain Wolf. There you are, Captain. You've got a little bit more of your uh, running crew. Uh, thank you very much. Good. There we are. So that's settled. Unfortunately, if we want to get to Chult uh, on time and uh, to keep an eye on the Prosperous here as we go, we need to set sail as soon as possible. Let's go. All right. Everyone aboard. And you see that she walks up and sort of clasps, you know, Captain Wolf's arm. Sorry for your loss. And so a lot of you go down the gangplank and to the deck of the Brazen Pegasus crew. The five sailors make their way over, and the gangplank gets pulled off, and you begin to sail away, and you can see sort of standing there amongst the bodies, the, the, the captain and the senior officer, and the, the new crew members, so to speak, of the Prosperous. Temporary. Seeing them standing there, sort of kind of absorbing this moment. The five crew, the five sailors who came over, mm-hmm. I'll give them each a gold piece. Oh, lovely. They, uh, give them a little more motivation, I guess. They all of them, uh, so, thank you, sir. <coughs> One of them even, like, bites it with his, <laughs> his teeth to make sure that it's, it's genuine. Real. Emmanuel, do you think you could fashion a vessel or container for the driftwood to try to contain its, its energies? I would just assume we were going to throw the thing the hell off. Uh, that was kind of my idea, too. Well, then no Great! We're all on board. It'll find another ship. We should probably destroy it ah, properly. That's not exactly my problem, is it? <laughs> well, I will make it my problem. How do we destroy it yes, before yes. it takes hold on the ship? All right, fair enough. Burn it with fire? Also, Usually, yes. I well, suddenly remember not, the uh, symptoms. Not aboard the ship. Not aboard yes, let's, let's be clear. Uh, my ship and fire, uh, most <laughs> ships and fire, in fact, don't mix very well. We'll wait till we're at we port and see if we can get rid of it there. Do you have a stove? A stove? Well, is it a luxury <laughs> vessel? A yacht? What do you expect from me? No, we don't have it's, a stove. It's been eight days of cold gruel. <laughs> <laughs> Lukewarm if you're willing to, like, vibrate a little bit. Or leave it out on deck. And surreptitiously smell for sulfur everywhere I go. 
Okay, you don't... You're getting a kind of a sulfurous odor on the top deck, but you quickly realize that you're standing next to arguably the, the, the grodiest sailors on board the Brazen Pegasus. So if it's coming from anywhere, it's probably coming from them. It doesn't slow down Emmanuel at all. Well, no, I mean, that's... The yeah. scent of human. That's but one pa- That's but one color on the palette of eroticism. Um, I don't like that at all. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> Okay, so the, 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 the captain turns to you. If it's going to be your responsibility, I'm fine with that. Provided that you do not endanger my ship or my crew. Very well. Contain it. It's on you. Understand? Got it. Good. Got it. <laughs> Pushing up the wizard head. Pushing always wizard head. <laughs> a confidence builder. Greg, if you'll, attend to, uh, if you'll attend to matters here on the deck, I will uh, return to my quarters and make a log of this, uh, this event. Great. And she makes her way back down to uh, her captain's board. Well, Luke's welcome to the Brazen Pegasus. You don't have to hide with the cargo. I mean, I guess unless you want to. It's well, preferred. But. Watch out for top day. <laughs> top day seems to have taken up down there, too. It's pretty nice down there. The sun's rather bright all the time. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> smells worse on this ship than it did the, the sea ships. <laughs> Well, that's mostly you. You should go. So a lot of you are back aboard the Brazen Pegasus. It is sailing towards Chult. Is there anything that you'd like to do? I mean, I'm I will... keeping an eye on him. Oh, sure. Yeah. I will aid Takde if there's any way I can. I'm not sure I can. But... Okay, Takde, what, what's your what's your plan <laughs> for uh, dealing with this driftwood? I spending just a little bit of time, like going over notes, personal journal picking up on anything of, like, the destruction of uh, cursed or blessed items, how to do it properly, those kind of things. Okay. Uh, give me an arcana check, then. Do you have any... Do you have any of your... Did you bring any of your books with you? Do you have, like... I at least always carry my journal on me. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll give you advantage, because you might have notes from the rest of your studies. Can journal. I assist... Well, he's already got advantage. So, yes. Double advantage. Uh, we're going to use portents on that. <laughs> okay. So that's going to be a 15 plus 6, so 21. 21. Very 21. good. Very good. Very All right. So you, so you pour today. through your journal. And thankfully, um, in your initial studies as a wizard, um, Sort of the sexiest thing to take notes about is, of course, <laughs> cursed objects oh, and yeah. demons and all manner of stuff. So you've like got learning swear words, you know. And so items. you've got plenty of information on that. You Farsi know, curse words. you know that in order to sort of neutralize <laughs> this thing, there are two ways of going about it. One, you take this thing to a particularly highly qualified uh, cleric or priest or. Uh, some sort of holy person of a temple, probably one of, you know, good alignment. <laughs> like, you know, uh, you're looking at somebody like uh, Lathander or something, you know, um, to take the thing and essentially cleanse it, right? To use their magic to sort of decurse the thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you can essentially obliterate the thing. If there's a matter of... If there's something that you can do to destroy the piece, whatever it is, so thoroughly that it hasn't doesn't really have a physical form anymore, 
essentially the curse is moot, right? Because the object that it was attached to doesn't exist. Yeah. Might need some Novak Alchemist fire. Potentially, yes. But it would have to be pretty effective, like yes. like vaporize this mm. thing. You know. Turn it to ash. Spread the ashes to the sea. <laughs> there's some options. That way there's a little bit of it's curse. Still everywhere. <laughs> all, all over the sea. Chult's already cursed. <laughs> so just dump it somewhere important in Zara, like yeah. oh, well. There's no okay. there's no EPA or whatever, you know. Still Put it like in a fire, beggar's though. bowl, a blind beggar's bowl. Like, Sounds like a good there. answer, I think. <laughs> Make but some jello. Didn't out the of captain cash. say no fire? Not on, on the, the ship. ship yeah. we'll, we'll, I'll wait until we get to port to attempt anything with it. But what happens if? Uh, perhaps. Only a day away. I can make introductions at the local Timur Temple Elmater. I'm sure they would have somebody even more knowledgeable about these things. Sure. So we just have to make sure we don't activate it. That should be easy. You're just like, nobody hold it and pray. <laughs> yeah, shoving it into the backpack as he's saying that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Okay, you've got the driftwood figured out. Skip what about the rest of it? Uh, Anything to do on, on board? Sa- sailors, I suppose. Oh, right, yes, <laughs> of course. Uh, give me a, a charisma check, please. <laughs> Try to stay out of the way of many of those. Oh, it's not too many this time. I got a seven. Oof. You managed to get a repeat customer. <laughs> but the 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 experience is less than enjoyable because this crew member is still distracted by the the sort of horror they witnessed aboard the Prosperous. So they're 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 not our heart's not really into it. You know? This is a therapy session. Yeah. For a moment afterwards, yeah, yeah, there was a moment where it was just like, oh, for five seconds. And a moment of happiness there. Nice. The, the, the afterglow, if you will. Yeah, that's the point. Good. Well, in that case, you, you would succeed. You need your double impression. Well, as it always does. Yeah, yeah. Give it time. So, Wooks, is there anything that you'd like to do aboard the ship while attention isn't necessarily being laser focused on it? Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> well, other than Pierre, who's just sort of every time you turn around, just looking around the pillar. I, I I'm unfamiliar with my surroundings, so I'm just kind of sitting back and and looking and taking things in quietly. Okay. The uh, the layout of the ship is 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 for the most part very similar to that of the Prosperous. It's a similar sloop. Um, the Dressings of the lower deck and the upper deck are a little more. I mean, you know, you were previously on a, on a, a tight fit, sort of tight colored naval vessel, right? Uh, so things were uh, a little more regimented and a little cleaner. Down here, it's a little more loose and haphazard. There's a kind of a piratical feel to it, but not so much that you would think you were on a pirate vessel, just a, a, a freelancer, a freebooter, or something like that. By the way, don't touch the cargo. The captain will get very mad. Very, very specific <laughs> instructions. Can we read cargo, you say? <laughs> don't tell me not to do things. <laughs> I do ask Pierre what his distrust in me is. You're the only survivor on that ship? The captain didn't know who you were. That's fair. The rest of the crew 
with this new person <clears> on board. <throat> they have looked at you, Wooks, like periodically, sort of giving you an eye and like you know, gone back to their work. But um, they're, I think, as surprised as Pierre or anybody else that somebody survived that thing. And then the horse show. Yeah. Okay. So, the rest of the day, thankfully, passes without incident as you continue full speed ahead towards the Chilton Peninsula. Finally, um... Hours and hours later, the sailor up in the crow's nest, Land ho! And you can see out in the distance the form of the Cholton Peninsula begin to uh, uh, come over the horizon. So very quickly, Captain Ordeme and Grig both make sure that they are front and center up on the, uh, the piloting portion, like the, what do you call it? The deck where the, the wheel is. You know what I'm uh, talking about? The helm. Around the helm no. of the ship. Um, and all the sailors are ready and they're sort of taking a look. You can see that um, the person on the crow's nest has actually come down with a spyglass and is sort of scanning scanning the ocean. Captain Ordemade points out Charlton Peninsula. Here we are. See? And in record time, as I explained. Even with the detours, I even with the detours, yes, the pe- the brazen Pegasus is a quick ship. We're a tight crew here, despite the uh, well, looks good to see. Let's Very impressed. Now I take it the lot of you, as soon as we uh, dock in Port Nanzaru, are going to go about your separate ways. Is that right? From, from us. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> We've got. Uh, so we've got another uh, uh, assignment we've got to pick up and get that transferred into the cargo and make our way back to Pharaoh. Uh, unfortunately, we can't uh, help you out. Uh, we'd love to. Uh, uh, God knows that we owe uh, uh, Sindra uh, a couple of favors or two, but um, we also have a business to consider. Yeah. So, yes, you'll be here quite some time. We've provided great assistance. I agree, it is great assistance. Thank you very much for <laughs> recognizing that. Well, it'll only be a matter of time. Again, uh, as I believe I've mentioned before, watch your person in Port Nianzaro. It is a a lively place in both good and bad senses of the word. So enjoy yourselves, but also keep your hands in your pockets. We've all spent time in Baldur's Gate. Mm, Indeed. Mm. Imagine Baldur's Gate that the same level of complexity of uh, bodies and commerce and information <laughs> moving to and fro but also it's really fucking hot <laughs> everyone gets stir crazy just uh, don't let your guard down how about that exactly what she said you hear um, uh, one of the sailors at that the far end of the bow um, with the extended spyglass do a quick whistle what is it? Ship approaching! Is it prosperous? She, she actually walks up, Flags. takes the spyglass, takes a look. Flags they display? Turns all the way around. It's not the prosperous, they're back there. Uh-oh. They don't seem to be flying any livery of any kind. That's not good. Huh. Wait. 
And sure enough, you see what looks like signaling being done from a lantern on board the ship. A similar-sized ship slowly coming out away from Port Nanzaro, away from the Chalta Peninsula, in the general direction of the Brazen Pegasus. You can see Captain Ordemay peering through the spyglass. Says they want to... Parlay? Meet? Something about merchants, news of unrest in Port Nanzaro, hitch alongside... All right, folks, uh, here's the problem. Did you spy a name on the ship? Not a thing. So they could be pirates? That's the troublesome part. The waters just outside of Port Nanzaro, as I, as I mentioned before, crawling with pirates. And we have not and, found one yet. And they're tricky sorts. But at the same time, I don't recognize this festival. It doesn't look... Not to be, uh, not to judge a book by its cover. <laughs> Doesn't look like a pirate vessel. That thing looks like an upscale ship. Should we say send a longboat to convene? <clears throat> a merchant vessel would still fly flag of some kind. You'd think so. Even pirates fly merchant flags until they get right up close. Well, that's true. She takes a moment to sort of consider herself, stands on the deck. Is this more Harper's? It's hard to tell. I'm Do getting I limited know? information and I can't tell anything from the ship or the lack of livery. Say it's been a while since I was in Schultz. Do I know of anything like this happening in my travels to and from Schultz or what? This kind of specific incident? Yeah. No. Like, okay. Well, we can outrun them, you think? If we get in trouble? Oh, we can outrun them, I can assure you of that. But do we want to? That's the problem. If they're being forthright about this news, about Port Nianzaro, we might be sailing directly into a trap. Oh, God knows a riot. Huh. Perhaps we'll learn more about this ship as we get closer to it. It mm-hmm. is your s- ship, and I will do what you think is best. I still think we should... Have a, a, a convoy a, send two longboats to me. I'm not bringing the ships. I don't want to risk mm. the convoy being blown out of the water on the way towards the other ship, just in case they have cannoneers. So this, this ship is coming from Port Nanzaro? Yes. Okay. You guys are heading this way, and the ship is coming. Right, right, right. So even, even if we avoid it, it's still going to hit. Yep. Prosperous. Well, it's going to come this direction. Yeah, yeah. The Prosperous yep. is right behind you, off to the side. Yeah. We must act as shield. Greg, adjust the heading 10 degrees starboard, please. We'll get closer to it. We'll take a look. If anything looks suspicious, we head up. Full speed. Agreed? Sounds good. We should probably signal the Prosperous to let them know. Oh, of course. Yes. I will. We're all agreed. Yes? Mm-hmm. Good, because I'm the captain. <laughs> so it's it was more of a moral yeah, thing. Yes. I, I'm going to do <laughs> we, we support whatever you I want. Yes. Very good. Thank you very much. <laughs> Greg, if you'll uh, 
accompany Mr. T. Yes. Here, if you'll get him uh, to signal the prosperous that we are coming aboard an unknown ve- coming upon upon an unknown vessel. Meanwhile, uh, I'll be up here to uh, parlay or to light a match if necessary. Unidentified floating object. It is a UFO, technically. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, sure enough, the two ships slowly, slowly begin to sort of line up, come towards each other, line up along the side. As it draws closer, you get a better look at this, this ship. You can see that this, uh, this ship has got sort of a red and gold kind of, as you, is it coming out of the, the sun and the, the reflected light and everything and the distraction of the, the fog and the horizon? You can see that it's kind of a red and gold kind of paint job. It's got a kind of an, as, as Captain Orme mentioned, a sort of an upscale look. It looks like, if it is a merchant ship, it's owned by a pretty, pretty well-off merchant. Um, it uh, is, again, of a similar sort of style to the Brazen Pegasus. It's a kind of a sloop ship, you know, with a limited amount of, of decks. And, and, but it's in good, it's in good condition. Um, it seems to be, from what you can see, uh, a ship for leisure or perhaps for, you know, a ship of wealth rather than a ship of, part of you know, cargo shipping or work or, you know, a pirate ship for that matter, a traditional pirate ship. Right. Captain Ordeme is still looking through the spyglass at the ship as it's approaching. Anything look off Repped to you, Captain? ready for a fight. <laughs> hmm? Anything look off to you, Captain? Is the crew? Is Everything the... looks off to me, <clears throat> but... How much crew What day is it? Mm-hmm. It's starting to feel very wrath of conscience. Let's see. We've got about... <laughs> We're approaching the relaunch. It's a limited crew... <laughs> I'm seeing. Let's see. One, Are there cannon two. Holes, cannon ports? Oh, they've got cannons, all right. It's not unusual when you're sailing the waters of Chult. But uh, let's see here. They're about as armed as we are. I'm spying. Is anyone near the cannons? Yeah, any unusual activity on deck? No one near the cannons. At least they're sitting on the side. <laughs> they're lounging around the deck. There's about eight people. Humanoids that I can see on deck. Would ah. you like one or two of us to go over and not threaten the rest of your crew? No. I want them on this ship. That way I can control the environment. Alright. What I would like you to do, however, if you're willing, and include your new friend here, if you'll act as a, my envoy, if you will. Course. When we set up a connection between these two ships, I want you to go over there and <coughs> offer to escort the captain, whoever they are, over to the ship so we can uh, talk business. All right. Good. Sure. So slowly, ships angle alongside each other. They both drop anchor. And sure enough, gangplank is set across. And a lot of you... Make your way down the creaky gangplank <coughs> towards the um, the deck of this ship. Oh, no! Oh. <laughs> oh. Two, uh, zooming in hands. 
<laughs> I love it. It's Blackwatch. <laughs> so here you are aboard this ship. Um, you can see that it is similarly set up with the cannons and everything. It's got this sort of um, gold statue-like figure sort of on the on the bow of the ship. Uh, it's inlaid with sort of these these fine sort of gold accents and things like that. Again, it's a it's a it's a state-of-the-art kind of high top-of-the-line ship. Aboard, you see a group of a group of sailors in you know what look like you know um, standard issue uh, sailing outfits. You know, loose shirts, uh, leathers, and, and and sort of canvasy trousers and that, that sort of thing. Um, you see what looks like uh, just a massive half orc, big gut. Uh, who's just sort of like standing there, clearly the muscle on the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and by him is a uh, a gentleman with uh, sort of dark black hair, long and a full black beard, in what looks like a, a rather stylish sort of um, a nautical kind of uniform, if you will. Not not in the sense of Captain Wolf, but more like a sort of a fine jacket and pants. He looks like a like a like sailor, he looks like a he looks like a, a captain straight out of a, a a Penny Dreadful or a dime mm. novel. He looks like basically like Errol Flynn, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> this gentleman, I don't immediately recognize him as someone powerful and jolt. This gentleman looks like this. Okay, almost has like a Dracula vibe to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Congrats, we just drifted into... Uh, into Ravenloft? Into Ravenloft. <laughs> That's a swerve. HMS Wouldn't that... That'd be a power play, wouldn't it? Fuck you, we're playing Chris Estrada. Uh, I'd be so excited, you have no idea. This is his boathouse. I've still never played that. Death that, house, but not boathouse. You see, Tom it's, hasn't played it. It's been around since the beginning of D&D, Maybe and I've yeah. never played Tom? any of its iterations. I've played some of it. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to it. It's yeah. so one that I love doing, and I'm going to go back to it. It's a very moody one. Yeah. Oh, it is, absolutely. So, you're all aboard, and this gentleman, with the black hair, and clearly the captain based on his uniform, mm-hmm. strides forward, and who's in front? Who's like who's sort of leading this charge? I'm in the back. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in the front with Emmanuel. We only, have, yeah, we only have one leader type. So, sees you, offers his hand out, clasps forearms, yeah. Dylan, you son of a bitch, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> we represent uh, Captain Ordemay. Captain Orderbay of the uh, Brazen Pegasus. Brazen Pegasus. Very good. We'd love to invite you over to her ship to discuss things. Of course, of course. Great, good, good. Just eyeing the half orc. <laughs> the half orc is kind of giving you a like a stone faced. I want to just see. a hint of sneer. I want a, a face off between him and Greg from the fucking Greg. Oh, that's great. <laughs> see who can like grunt. <laughs> more, more intimidate. I think Emmanuel's conducting that study too. <laughs> I'm looking at the crew and kind of trying to see if they're concealing any weapons or anything. Okay, give me an insight check then. Good idea. Good idea. Uh, plus three on wisdom. It's twenty, right? Well, if your insight is better no. than than your <coughs> modifier, skilled in it? you skilled in. What's your insight bonus? Skills. Plus three. Okay, so it's the same. So roll d twenty and then add that three. Nat 20. Hey. Nice. Hey. Very nice. Plus 3, 23. Very, yeah, good. Very good. Cool. 
So you take a look at the sailors. <laughs> you've been you've been around the docks, you know, the docks long enough, and interacted with sailors long enough to know generally how they are. These sailors that abuse you too. There's something. There's something shifting about them. They are, you know, you know, changing the weight on their feet periodically. Right? They kind of are adjusting themselves. They they look. Not nervous so so much, but sort of slightly anxious. And they have a... There's a roughness about <coughs> their faces, their skin, their hands and everything that clashes with the more sort of kind of cleaner, well-kept look of their clothes. There's something odd about them. As far as the weapons being concealed, you can't see anything per se. Does it smell like sulfur? <laughs> <laughs> no, not not out here. Not you know on the on the top deck not in, there. in the open air. Not no. yet. <laughs> so okay. They're just in the barrels. So Emmanuel is going to escort the captain back to the Brazen Pegasus. Yes. And we're all going to keep our asses right here and stare at the crew, I guess, while they talk. Um, is that the plan? I the plan was for us to all go back. I think so. Don't know if you about that. Friends, I, I'm more than willing to do whatever you'd like. Why don't you come aboard and talk to uh, Captain? Oh, of course. The captain, what do you plan on doing here? here? I mean, let's go take him back to the captain. Yeah. Yes, uh, please. And, and with a little bit of haste, I have some important information to give your Captain uh, Ordeme. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Very good. Of course, then. Please. And please, lead the way. And I guess we're into the boat. Okay. So makes his way over the gangplank. Uh, heel! And you see the, the half-orc. Mm. Will you uh, come with me, please? My, my first mate, uh, if you would. If you'll come down, be careful on the gangplank. You're a, you're a hefty boy. We don't want the thing to, to collapse. Come Is on. against protocol to have both the first mate and captain off the ship? Have you watched any Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> so, are you, are you saying this out loud to him? Or are you just saying yes. it out in the air? Okay. He sort of leans over and says, oh, we're not much of protocol on my ship. <laughs> we're sort of a free spirit and a lot. You know. And besides, I like to keep Heel with me. Yeah. He's uh, he's the uh, the calming force, you know. Sometimes I can... He's the good cop. <laughs> That's funny. Speaking uh, of your ship, what, what kind of ship is this? Oh, this is a, a, a standard issue sloop, but it's been modified with some uh, fine materials. And uh, I mean, are you a merchant ship? Or are you? Sometimes we are. Yes, you know, we uh, we take all manner of things. We sometimes uh, ship uh, a cargo. We sometimes take individuals back and forth to whatever port of call they need. So mercenary ship. In a way, not quite as. Uh, Marshall is all that, but uh, uh, we, we, we do what's necessary. Neil? And you see, clunk, 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 heavily. You can hear the creak of the, the gangplank as he makes his way over. Ah, good man. All right, now, uh, which one is the captain? Anybody? Captain? Captain? And I like the captain more Captain takes off her, her tricorner hat and sort of gestures. Buddy, I'm tired. Are we having the meeting, like, on deck? Yes. 
stick close to the half mm-hmm. So where are the where are the lot of you? Are you guys still on the other ship, or have no. you come back to? I I followed. Yeah, we'll come over. I'm gonna stick yeah. right by the half work. Okay, I I've stealthily followed behind. Very good. I'm okay. just actually give me a stealth check then. Ooh. Real what armor? Are you wearing? I am a real fucking suspicious. Leather armor looks like. Uh, uh, six plus two, so eight. 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 Okay, so difficult to do with so many eyes, you know, mm-hmm. scanning the area. But I'll probably place myself like by the wheel. Not so much out of your, you may be obscured. Not so much out of your own efforts, but because there's so much for people to keep track of, maybe you get lost in the shuffle. We're if it's like in, elevated, we're back in Schultz now, so I'm just like right by the gangplank, staring, like watching the other crew because I do not trust this. Ow. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea. Have some of us by the gangplank and some of us by the captain and the orc, half orc. You got a long bow if any of them try to shenanigans. So, the, that only probably the two <laughs> the two captains you see meet in the center. Sure enough, behind Captain Ordame is Grig, uh, and behind this new captain of this vessel is uh, Heel, as you said. This is his first mate. Sure enough, they clasp hands. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Captain Flashhod. Now, uh. Flashhod? Hod. Hod. H O D. Flashhod. Now, uh, when was the last time that you went to Port Nanzaro? It was a few weeks ago. Why? Well, <laughs> there's been some, uh. difficulties, um, in the city. Um, there was a recent surge of, um. He sort of leans over slightly. around the city borders. And you can see that uh, Captain Ordeme is sort of still suspicious, but is sort of nodding along slightly. And, um, well, making a, a dock fall may be uh, somewhat difficult. Um, can we talk privately? I don't want to spook the rest of your crew. <clears throat> Captain, Captain Ordeme looks around, looks at Greg. Very well. Uh, if I'll shake my head no, because I'm behind the half orc, so I'm not saying it out loud. But I'll just I'll shake my Too head. Sure. No. She he's, she sees your your face. signal. Yeah. She speaks gnomish, right? <laughs> is, that, is that her? She's a gnome. She, yeah, she is a gnome. She is a rock gnome, and she does, I believe, speak gnomish. I mean, does she have sense, beef right? skin? Let me double check. That, I have beef skin. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she speaks gnomish. I I speak gnomish, so I can say to her, "Don't trust them." She sort of gives you a quick look and, and utters in in gnomish uh, the the gnomish equivalent of no shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that the other captain, Captain Flashot, is like <laughs> that kind of oblivious look when someone is discussing in another language and you're just like, oh well. And you have no idea. Yeah. You're like, yeah. hey. I'm a part of this conversation too, guys. Tell you what, uh, Captain Flash, Flash Hard, was it? Yes. If you will, um, I'd rather have our meeting up here on the deck, if you don't mind. And uh, if we could have it surrounded by my crew, I would feel much more comfortable. You understand, it's just a little insecure. It's, it's, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Flash, okay. There's a, there's a kind of a, a brief kind of frown, but... Ah, fair enough. All right then. So where shall we uh, where shall we set up? 
Shall I get a table? Oh, um, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a good man you've got on board. Yes, if you'll get us a table, please. So you're going to head, head down to the lower deck and grab one. Very table. much. You're going to carry a table bring larger that up, than you. Bring the table up, <laughs> place it down. Hey, I got ten in athletics. All right. You can see that... Um, uh, you can see that Captain Flashout actually takes one of the, the barrels and sort of adjusts it off to the side of the table and sort of gestures for Captain Ordemay to sit. Because I'd only get one chair. After if, you? If, if we had a chair. Yeah. There, there are <laughs> no chairs above. Yeah. Only one for the captain. After you? And Captain Ordemay sort of takes her place and as soon as she sits down on the barrel, you see Captain Flashout grab her around the neck in a kind of a, an arm lock thing. So we fight. <laughs> and whip out a dagger from the inside of his coat. And you can see he's got her in essentially sort of a, a, a chokehold. Choke can I knock the gangplank down? Before you do, okay. in that instant, he's got knife to throat, and you hear him say, Stand and deliver! Uh, okay. So now we're going to roll Wait, initiative, uh, please. Okay. So what that means is you're going to roll a d20, and you're going to add your initiative bonus, which should be next to your speed. Oh, has there been any days in between this, or has there been short like rest? a short rest or a long There's rest? There's been a... Sh- long rest is eight hours. Yes. Yep. Short rest is... We would have a short rest on the trip... No, there's been, a, there's been a long rest. It's, okay. it's a new day. Nice. Yeah. Long rest means new There we go. More spell slots. And Horton gets rolled again. It's every long rest. Hey! So, well, our winners are a 9 and a 2. These still, are going for the decisive. enemy. Yeah. <laughs> All you want is okay, so one way or the other. Mm-hmm. 10 would be the worst. Mm-hmm. Now I have to really decide. So, Emmanuel? Uh, 17. 17. Uh, Lionel. Seven. Seven. Do well, I want my signature weapon to be... Ruby. My sword. Nine. Or Nine. the bow. Uh, Seventeen. Whoops. Seventeen. Nice. And then we've got uh, Pierre. Twenty-three. Right, Twenty-three. Very good. And Takta. Fifteen. Not bad. Not bad. It's nice to have, you know, a spread. Mm-hmm. Really want to knock this game plank down. Yep. It's very satisfying. Or while they're walking. Given my initiative number, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that time with, with the mole rats where we all lost initiative and just got slaughtered. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Look, why do you think I play a ranger when I get a fucking advantage on initiative? Because of shit like that. But even then, sometimes, you know, you still get... Sometimes bad rolls happen. Yeah, just a minute to set up here. Okay. That one's a little oh, bit harder right. than the one which is. <laughs> yeah, metal. They're nice. They roll well. Uh, yeah, no, Kyle also has the clinky dice. Mm-hmm. See the new ones Wizards released? No. Oh, the, you, the, you the need Sapphire like a, ones? Yeah, you need to take out a loan Jesus. to get them. Yes. Beautiful. Oh, I think I remember. Are you going to get engagement dice instead of the yeah, exactly. with this rate? Like, yeah, You'll still lose them like just as easily. You'll, you'll lose bucks. them just as easily, but they, they, they might be more used in that sense. Depends on how you define used. But yeah. mm. Okay, well, so 
in the day-to-day sense. So Pierre, you're actually going to get to go first. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So I'm, sta- I'm next to the half-orc, right? Yeah. Yes. Him here. Well, let's yep. go ahead and place ourselves on board yeah. the... Well, you guys are back aboard the Brazen Pegasus now, so... Here we are. Bring, uh, the here we are. So where's the gangplank? So they've come from the side here. So let's have the gangplank over there. So where's the wheel? Because I had specified that it was by the wheel. Top deck, quarter deck, technically. Yeah, it's we learned up here. Yeah. <coughs> Where do you want to be? I'm next to the half orc. So, between Emmanuel and Wooks, what are your dexterity bonuses? <laughs> Minus one. Go. Uh, plus two. Plus two. Very good. So, 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 you would go before her. He's such a big baby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he is. He's just. That's amazing. That, the, the staring at your face, love me look. Mm. <laughs> All the time. He never turns it off. Mm. He just always looks like that. Oh no, he does also have the resting stoner face. He does have resting stoner face, you're right. He's getting that right now. (laughs) As the butt rubs commence. He's got the butt and the chest. (laughs) Two prime locations. (laughs) So you can see we're very high tech with our post notes. Is that what Stephen 3D printed for you? The red one is, yes. Cool. Is that the orc? So the gray that's the orc. Yeah, that's heel. Okay. So that's the one you're next that's to. The, orc. the red is heel, though. <laughs> the red is heel. That's the orc. That's the orc. Oh, okay. So are you on behind, so you're him, behind him? I just said next to him. So oh, okay. I, I think I was near you, like just kind of off to the. Because Captain Ornemay's right there. Two I guess I would have been behind him because I was yeah. shaking my head. Yeah. 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 Really. Mm-hmm. Squares. <laughs> Don't do it. It's kind of hard to tell the squares because of the. Mm. Yeah, that's the okay. Deck. The deck, the way that it looks. Mm. But uh, this is what we use five feet for an inch or so. Yeah, that's a lot of work. A little TLS <laughs> Okay. So here you are. We've got uh, Captain Flashhog uh, with um, Captain Ordame and a kind of a grip. We have. Oh, I'm not sure that I put. Ability. One Grig. Is to drop an item. Mm-hmm. Get Grig off to the side. And drop a hostage. Then we have so so who's what? Just to make sure that I know. I'm the. That's Lionel, of course. Yeah. That's Emmanuel, mm-hmm. right? Kyle's the purple. Um, the small purple. That's yeah, you. Right in front of him. Here, here. here. Tom's. Uh, that's me. That's you. Yep. That's Ruby. And then the and then black and red is Talk Day. Talk Days. Yeah. Okay. Very good. There we go. Wait, Lionel's the D12. Lionel's the biggest one. No, Lionel's a minute. That doesn't make sense. No, this is this is Greg. Oh, okay. Lionel's over here. Lionel. Lionel is waving from the. Hello. Okay. Fight good, everybody. So, Pierre, what did you want to do with your? Well, that's a really good question. (laughs) Because otherwise, I can use like a. So this so this thing has just popped off. Speaking of which. Changed to battle music? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yes. And every time no, you had mentioned the ship's like moving around, it's just immediate Pirates of the Caribbean music in my head. Yeah. 
This time, this sounds like this, something we went here in the jungles. It Chult. says fast chase groove. Fast chase groove. She's that tiki music. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of Jason sound like. fucking hated that tiki. <laughs> <Oogie loud. laughs> it made no fucking sense. Nope. It made John happy. That's what it did. Just like the curtain call music made John happy. Um, it does kind of sound like two chariots. Kind of like. Like drums in the jungle is what I'm feeling. Okay. It's a good jungle Or like a bazaar, and you're just like running into people. So, all right, I'm I'm drawing my two rapiers, and I'm going to attack the guy who has the captain. You said you're going to attack the guy who's got the captain. Yep. See this Captain Flashhot who's got Ortome and a chokehold. Yeah, I. The worst that could happen. Well, <laughs> he stabs the captain yeah. and she dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the worst. No big. Yeah. We can reserve. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> uh, okay. So here's what I'll do. Oh, I'm going to draw both my rapiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Move yeah, up. Oh, my put them right on him. And just say. There is a death curse, and if, if anybody takes a hostile action, then stab them. Step, okay. It's a prepared action. Just holding my action. Until okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Next, we have okay. our friend Heal. Heal very quickly. He. Leaps forward, holds out a spear, and is essentially Mexican standoff, if you will. You got a spear out, and without without a word, it's just sort of like pointed that at you as a kind of a quick reaction. Your boy's gonna drop trow next. You can you can (laughs) hear him. He starts to snarl at you, and you can see some sort of. You know, spittle and so on. Got a little something right. Yeah. Wooks, you're actually out. Going to invoke duplicity? Ooh. Sure, oh, makes sense. Makes How sense. duplicitous of you. Yeah. So I need to put another thing on the board. Just to yep. Your so shadow club. Ooh. Whoa. That'll be the going ninja here. And I'm going to move that uh, around to the other side of the uh, attacking captain. Ten. Fifteen. Move up to thirty feet. So. Right yeah, so right now, Flashout is being represented by Pirate One. He doesn't look that. He's not not that big and burly. No, he looks very um, kind of. He's got a rakish kind of quality. Too. Okay, so that's all you want. You want to move your double, sort of. Yes. Okay. Unless I can attack with it. I don't actually know how invoke the positive. You can cast through. Yeah. You can cast through it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So since you've already invoked duplicity, which is a channel divinity thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then that would be your action. So you're good. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. So Emma, Emmanuel, sorry, you're next. I cast sanctuary on our captain. Hey, sounds that's good. A great move. Okay. Yes. And that then I take out my sword, 
and say, nobody needs to die here today. Francis. Just stand down. So, Captain Flash up, seeing swords to his back, spear to that guy, and then sword out, and this all manner of what is essentially a, I'll call it a Caribbean standoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're, we're invoking parlay right now. This is an extreme version of parlay. We have to. So a lot of you are, so the weapon's out, at the ready, everything's tense. And you can see Captain Flashout still got, still got the knife to throw. Our teams are at a bit of an impasse, aren't we? That's a troublesome thing. Now, look, let me explain my demands first, uh, just to make things clear. I want your ship, I want all your valuables, and I want to get the hell out of here. You can either own. Comply with that, or my boys can blow us out of the water. Your choice. And you begin to hear a kind of a hissing noise as you see that the sailors on board the opposing ship have surreptitiously began sort of prepping cannons during this whole kerfuffle. Princess, no. Uh, Takta, actually. How far away are the cannon preppers on the other ship? They are within. Let's see. So here's. If you were here, I'm within 10, 90 15. feet. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> the gangplank is like 120 feet. No. No, you're within like, like. The those... ships are within 20 <clears throat> feet of each other. Like Ooh, the, nice. the gangplank is not. I mean, it is very much like a slap this yeah. piece of. Wood. wood over the top so we can all get over kind of thing. Okay. Uh, we're firing off sleep first and we're going to try to put nice. a group of them asleep. Uh, the cannoneers? Yep. There. Okay, very good. I pick a point and then anybody within 20 feet of that point is affected. And it's what? D6 rolls? D8s? D8s. Okay. How many D8s? I think it's like... I think it's five by yeah. default. Five D eight to yeah. start with. I didn't bring any one D eight. Ooh, nice. Uh, that's a eight, seven, six, and then two more. Eight and four. Damn. Wow. Damn. Thirty-three. Okay. Thirty-two. Thirty-two hit points worth of creature fall asleep. Okay. Starting with the least hit pointy. All right, so you cast sleep on the cannoneers mm-hmm. very quickly, um, and you can see that all but one of them nice. remains up, oh. fully awake and conscious. Okay. You see one get a little woozy, fall, and strike his head against the side of the cannon, mm-hmm. playing with his large clanging well, nose. Well, now these guys are shot. Yeah. Well, it's not 32, it, it, it takes it off. Right, it, it's not like each person under 32. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. 32, 32 hit points worth of creature. Yep. Yes. So if a creature has 30 hit points, that's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be two left over to go to somebody else, but it wouldn't be enough. It just kind of yawns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
So one of them does fall, cracks his head against the cannon. Probably out, given the mm. given the heady sort of clang that you heard. Probably out for a couple of hours. There's that the rest of them... Wince. There's some slight, like, amongst them. There's sort of, like, eyes darting back and forth, a little bit of tension. But otherwise, they're still ready to go. How many are left, then? Four. Four left? Yep. Four pirates are left. Next we have... Ruby. You're actually up. We're just slowly passing the buck to who starts the fight. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, I guess it'll be me then. Cool. <laughs> it's all on you. If I kick the gangplank, they can't get over here, but we also can't get over to them. That's, that's fine. The prior- Is it fine? I range. think it's fine. We've got range. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I've got range. If they blow a ship up. I mean, we also have cannons. That's, it's kind of equal. We're not going to fire cannons over. Well, they, I mean, they, they don't seem like the smartest lot. I mean, that's what you do. I mean, that, is literally, that is literally what they threaten us. Yeah, he yeah. straight up said they, they would just take Well, yes, but as, as Tom rightly points out, it's a dumb move. <laughs> so you with, could do Would kicking the gangplank be my whole action? Or would it count as like a move? Or it like, would be your whole action, because it's a pretty... It's sturdy. a thick, sturdy piece of wood. So All right. you're talking about it several feet. It's like... it's. Heavy enough to support several people's weight, so you'd really have to knock this thing out. <laughs> Sir Robert's turn. Yep. We literally just passed the building on the table. I mean, I, I think that seems good. I, All right, let's do it. I don't know how we want to actually start engaging people on this side. All right, I'm going to uh, drop the game plank in the water. Just shove... You're going to shove, so give me an athletics check. I kind of like advantage, please. Really sure, why not? Play. It just gives me more, more know, fuel. Right? That's fine. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Yep. Okay, so you uh, shove this thing. It is made of some pretty hearty wood, some pretty thick wood. Yeah. A thirteen is not a big... Oh. A 13's not a big result on an athletics chip, but I mean, that's... It's just barely it's above, above 10. That's barely above average, <laughs> right, yeah. So you shove this thing. You see that the gangplank sort of spins off slightly, but doesn't make it off of the side of either ship. It's now at this sort of weird catty quarter angle. Mm. So if any ship kind of moves... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything else you think? Cuss. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's a free action. That's a, that's <laughs> a free action. What waffle? Although it should, it should give you an inspiration. Lionel, you're up. I think I am going to start this. <laughs> Somebody's you're the guy. <laughs> yep. That's cool. It's the rogue. Mm-hmm. Shanks somebody in the knee. It's just not everybody wants to be licked, sir. <laughs> Respect Robert's power. I'm assuming uh, the captain has his back to me. Currently, yes. The same so. the person is playing Emmanuel. Yeah. yeah, currently the captain's <laughs> attention is drawn on yeah. Ordeme, who's got in chokehold, and looking at Emmanuel. So and, it's pretty much, and, I, uh, I can Pierre. barely hit Ordeme if I shoot at the captain. There's a possibility that if you miss, you'll mm-hmm. strike the captain as well. Your captain. Don't fluff it up. Because I can't see the captain, right? Because you can't, you can see part of Ordemay because it's a small. I mean, she's a rock gnome, so he's got kind of like hunched over slightly, and she's not 
necessarily in front of him, just off slightly to the side. So you can see sort of like the left-hand portion of a bottle. Cool. I will will attempt an attack on the captain. We'll see which one it is. That sweet sneak attack. Okay, there we go. Uh, 24. 24 against our captain friend. That hits. Very good. Uh, Can it make a save? Can he make a save? Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. (laughs) So after the attack, that's when I'll... That's when you'll... Okay. So let's resolve yours first. So what does he need to do? Uh, Dex save. Dex save. That is a... 24. 24. Dang it. Quick on his feet. So nothing happens. All right. Well... Aside from the damage. Yes. Yeah, okay, I was about to say. <laughs> nothing yeah, happens. Oh, aside from the shit ton of damage we're about to land. Yes. One brick ton. That's 8, 12, 15 points of piercing damage. 15 points of piercing damage. Very good. It's a good opening. I was. I have an ability to do a, an array of things if they fail their next save. As a bonus action. Okay, so you see, so what are you, what are you throwing? Uh, a shortbow. Shortbow, yeah. You let loose an arrow, flies through, strikes him in the back. You can see sort of bottom, sort of right-hand side of his back. Ah! And you can see that he's still got hold of, of Captain Ordeme. But as he sort of whirls around, you can see, because he's now turning with Ordeme, looking to where the, the arrow shot from. He... He, um, he's spinning around, sees you, and then you can see him spin the the knife the knife around to the to the handle side, right? Bash Ordeme. He has to make wisdom save. He will. He tries to bash Ordeme in sort of the the temple area, right? Can he do it? See, yeah. either I was going to make him drop the knife or drop so Ordeme. Will his held action go before mine? Because I was higher in the initial order. Oh, Unclear. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, so you would you would get your attack in. So let's go ahead and let's go. So ahead is he technically acted yet this turn? No. So I get advantage. On it. Yes. I guess he technically acted in holding. So uh, fourteen. No, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. We're still in the first initiative swap. So he has he's acted already. Yes. Okay, that he was has. when he he told he the crew to fight. Then I don't know what I, I don't know which one. You get to roll first. All right. Just go ahead and roll yours. So eighteen. Eighteen's a hit. Yeah, absolutely. Eleven piercing. Eleven piercing damage. Second attack. Uh, probably misses. That's a eleven. Eleven misses. So just the eleven piercing. Yeah. Okay. So he he feels rapier go into his back at the same time. Ah! He tries to, he tries to bash Ordeme in the temple. Does that wisdom save? Okay. He rolled a nineteen. Yes. Okay. Bashes Ordeme in the side of the temple. You can see her sort of go blank, and and it looks like she's been knocked unconscious. She drops, and you can hear him shout, "Heal!" And you can see heal like the the the, the gladiator, and he goes to sort of full height and gets out his weapons. Now things are things are rougher. Now it's all okay. So then we have, let's see here. So, Lionel, you just went. Yep. All right. 
potatoes out of the So now we have... Let's see. Ah! You can see that very quickly, two of the pirates from the other ship draw their weapons and race over the gangplank onto your ship. Oh boy. Leaving, um, leaving two more that are still awake, my dear. Yeah, two more still mounting, you know, still operating the camps. So they rush on. They hit here and here. And those two pirates slash at... Who's this? Okay. This pirate slashes at you. Poor With advantage, by the way. Yep. Ooh. Seems fair. No. Seems like you've been held too much. Seriously, no. 16? Yep. Okay. And so he slices at you with what looks like a hook. Ooh, ooh. Hook in his hand. And so he deals... Is it like tethered to something? It's just like a free-floating mm-hmm. hook. hook. That is heart. 10 piercing damage. Jesus. And you're grappled because Spicy. the hook mm-hmm. has gotten into you and sort of pulled in. Okay? And then this pirate Skewer. here, who is our number one? That's me. Okay. Slashes at you. Uh, this time, with advantage. I'm giving you plenty of fortune. <laughs> and that's with an 18 day. And you, similarly, hook, uh, no, uh, light hammer this time, comes out, strikes you for 7 bludgeoning damage. As you feel light hammer caress <laughs> your spine. As, as it does. As it does. Thump. Okay, then we have Pierre. You're back up. All right. Um, bonus action. I'll give the captain my hunter's mark. Twelve. Can I re-roll? Yeah, I'm going to. I'll re-roll. Fourteen. Flip. Okay. Flip. Hey, that's not much better. Fourteen. Fourteen to hit uh, the captain. You mean? Yeah. Yep. Miss. Okay. Only fourteen. Information. Ah. He's looking for a left. I don't have much space. He's been denied mine. So, heal our orc gladiator. Ah! Our orc well, gladiator friend. I, just touch, he, I didn't step on it. He so rushes he forward with his weapon still drawn. Grabs the captain, Captain Flashhawk. And you can see him with a sort of a heavy heat strength. Essentially... Hurl him behind him in this towards the direction of the bow. <laughs> and you can see that he gets tossed five, ten, fifteen, fifteen feet back across the deck. He manages to sort of, he lands a little rough, but he's now over here. Out of harm's way. He's just behind you. Uh, whoops. And Ordeme is on the ground, unconscious. Ordeme's on the ground, unconscious. So she's there in the middle. But it seems that Heel has grabbed Captain Flashhot and flung him out of the the sort of the, the melee here, um, and is now taking his place with um, with with spear and what looks like a sort of a crude makeshift shield. Out. Oh, he's sort of banging them together. Ready to fight. Is Flashhot standing or 
he is like on one knee. He's, he's sort of, like I said, he landed kind of rough. That's good. Okay. Uh, Wooks, you're actually up. Let's see. <laughs> As it does. Yes. They were impressed by his uh, <laughs> shot put, if you will. The they, they all give him tens. <laughs> well, seven from the Russian side, always. Does, does heal count as a humanoid? Or, uh, heal is a half orc, so he is a humanoid. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then I am going to charm here. Nice. Okay. So charm requires a charisma save. Is there a wisdom save? Uh, it's, oh, it's wisdom. Wisdom save. Very good. He's going to make that wisdom save. So he's rolled an 11. What is your DC for your spellcast? It should be under, there's like a spellcasting section. 13? All right, he fails. Because he didn't make the 13 or higher. And so, also, at my level, it also casts on someone within 30 feet of me as well. So Very cool. So... I guess, I guess somebody else. The, them, they're the closest. So they're... This pi- this pirate here is yes. the closest to heal. So sure. Okay. So nice. he's going to make a a save as well. Yep. That bounce. Thirteen. So he doesn't he doesn't fall for it. But heal very quickly. You can see him. So he's bashing his shield and his spear together, and then he starts to slow down slightly, <laughs> and then he turns, and you can see that he he turns and looks at you, mm-hmm. and you see him. Well, he's looking at my duplicate. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Nice. So he, he turns and looks at the duplicate, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> You're cool. You, you and me, buddy. <laughs> we can take him on. <laughs> so the effects of charm, essentially, is that... Um, become their friend. He, he is essentially this duplicate's friend, right? Mm-hmm. For for the, the length of the, the spell. Right. And can't attack that... The charmer, or target the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects. Right? Yes. Okay, very good. All right, thank you, Whoops. Uh, Emmanuel, you're actually out. I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> what do you mean? The charm. The charm, yeah. Oh, yeah, you've, you've got no idea. Yeah. Yeah. You just saw heel turn and, like, give someone over there... There is a, a kind of a kind of a you know like mm-hmm. how, you how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I am going to attack you, and I'm going to do it with advantage. Why? Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. So that is a twenty-four to hit. Yeah. Well, twenty-four to hit. <laughs> that does hit. Okay, and I am going to smite him as well. Excellent. <laughs> the reason people play paladins mm-hmm. to smite. Okay. Okay, I re-roll. Have you tried smiting? Oh, nice. Have you tried smiting it? 
You Same should thing. smite it again. Right. So that is nine slashing and fifteen radiant. Nine slashing nice. and fifteen radiant. I'm gonna get out the old calculator for this one. Nine it's Twenty-four total. Fifteen. Okay. Oh, All right. No, it's not nine. It's uh, seven. Okay. Two hit points. Very good. So you, long sword in hand. That's a great sword. Great, great sword yeah. in hand. Excuse me. Clouds Buster sword in hand. Uh, <laughs> cleave the back of of heel. Doesn't go in twain, unfortunately. But it's a pretty nasty scar with a glowing sort of uh, energy, and you can hear heel. Roar in pain as he as he is hit by this radiant slash. Let's see. Now we have. Let's see. M O N Manual. Ah, the captain. So Captain Flashhot gets up off of his off of his knee, um, and you see him. He grips what looks like a uh, sort of a cloak that's been attached underneath sort of the lapels of his sort of piratical collar, right? Um, you see him grab this cloak and then whirl it about himself. And you can see very close by, um, within five feet actually, this spectral door appear. This doorway. For fuck's sake. Of course. It wides open and he sort of flings himself through it. And you can see in the distance he actually falls onto the deck of the opposite ship. Okay. Gotta have your escape plan. Is the hole still open, or does it close immediately as he goes through? Uh, I assume it probably just It's like dimension door, so whatever dimension door. Yeah, it probably just closes. Closes after use. Yeah. Okay. So now, uh, our our captain friend, Captain Flashhot, has returned to his ship. Okay. Talk to Okay. It looks like there's a nice spot in the middle there. Right here? Yeah. I think I can meander over there. You want to take an attack of opportunity from this gentleman, right? As long as I stay close to him. It's kind of like. Now, that that moving towards. You could go here and be fine, but if you moved here. Yeah, don't want to go that far. far. So here. But trying to get closer to the middle here for the gravel cower so, and bag. Like right here? To try to get on, most so of the foes five, within 10, 10 feet. 15, that would be fine. You're yep. within range. Okay. I, story-wise, I'm imagining Takte just kind of runs over the captain. Um, kind of well, right now, like, it's just the... Captain. Oh, Kevin Ordemay. Right, yeah, yeah. Ordemay. Um, and basically distracting the foes. Doing so, giving all allies advantage against enemies within 10 feet of me. Oh, there you go. Well, you're doing your grovel. Yep. <laughs> right. When you're a kobold, you got to leverage kobold strength. you got to yeah. use it. Yep. Uh-huh. Very good. Easy to get people's ah. attention. So yeah. so within 10 feet of you, which is right here, mm-hmm. you all have advantage to attack enemies. enemies. So yes, allies gain advantage on attacks against enemies within 10 feet of you. That can see you. But remember that. Fantastic. Yep. That's Very my turn. Very good. So last for for until your turn. Until my next turn, Ruby. All right, I pull out my short swords and the slice. And who? Well, that means it has. Wait, was this was this talked to? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm right in between the two. So pirates. you're here. Oh, okay. Have either of the pirates on either side of me been hit? 
No. No? Okay. They have um, hit people, but they have not. Oh, they haven't taken They have not been wounded. Okay. No. Alright, cool. I will attack the... Number three? Three or with, two? The one with terrible posture. I think that's three. They all have terrible <laughs> posture. <but laughs> they're pirates. <laughs> These pirates went to finishing school. <laughs> um, that's 21. 21. 21's a hit? Oh, excuse me. No, I don't have the plus two. It's a 19. Well, no, it does hit. It's, a, it's just a fucking pirate. Yeah, right? Aw, <laughs> lame. So that's four. For what? For slashing damage. What'd you roll? I rolled a one. Plus three. Dex? Yeah. That's three. So four. Yep. That's what I said. Okay. Did you said, don't I get my something wrong? I was wondering if I got a second attack. I'm trying to... If you, you have a bonus action, you have an yeah, offhand weapon, yeah. Bonus unarmed attack. So I can punch him. You can, yeah. You wouldn't be able to add your strength or whatever, but you could. Are you just punching him? Yeah, yeah. I okay. shift, so I'll just punch him. Um, my claws aren't out. Shift. Where did it go? You can do a point of damage if you hit. Ooh. Uh, it's gone forever. Now it's gone again. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Oh, uh, no, that's only a. Uh, like an eight, so that probably whiffs. Eight is a big whiff. Yeah. Okay. Strength is not my forte. So you, what, what did you strength use for your first strength? Short turn. <laughs> so you slice the back of this pirate. He takes a little bit of a nick, and you try to throw a, a, a punch. He very quickly sort shift. of blocks it out of the way. But in the in the process, you shift into your form. That's a bonus action. Right? Yep. Yeah, it is. So I will go ahead and shift. Isn't technically taking a second attack a bonus, bonus action yeah. as well? That's why I said I'll ship next time as well. Right. Next time? Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. Oh, so that's Ruby. Why? Attack the half orc. So, you, so where are you? Here? No. I'm You're here. So five, ten. Oh, you're from there. Oh. <laughs> He's staying there. Yeah. Enjoy advantage. Okay. Very good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh. A. No. So if I re-roll, I can... You re-roll one. Re-roll one? You have to keep the new result. I'll re-roll. You'll re-roll one of them, and you'll keep the new result. There we go. A 23. 23 hits. That's lucky bastard. Because yeah, I don't think a 13. <laughs> probably not. Probably I, don't, not. I don't think it's metagaming to say that no. It probably yeah. would not have hit. No, this is shield. This no. this gla- this half orc uh, uh, massive warrior has uh, uh, osteoporosis. Can so. <laughs> <laughs> I get a dex save? A dex save from the gentleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh, that looks spicy. He is going to take a damage on that. It's average. Dex save. For so I got six of three. That is an eight. That's probably enough. Can I have it drop its shield? Yes. Oh, that F-M. sounds great. Lower that AC a little bit. I'm, I, as a Tomb Raider subclass, is one of my special abilities to have it drop an item, have it go prone, have it. Have so advantage. you fire this. Um, it strikes him in the sort of like, like the forearm. forearm or something, and it manages. He he's like ah, oh, drops drops the shield and it clatters. To the deck. Very good. Probably better than giving advantage or making it true. Where do you got that? 
Yeah, well, at least for this round. Yeah. Do you like the subclass? Because it gives a lot of options. That's what the boss. Flexibility. And the Tomb Raider. Okay. So, there's a sudden, you you see above you, the sky begin to darken. Clouds begin to roll in. That's a good sign, right? (laughs) Okay. There's a storm clear. Clear. You hear what sounds like loud chanting coming from the opposite vessel. You see a robed figure come from below deck onto the top. You see him as he is chanting and moving his hands about towards the sky. You can see that the it looks as if a storm is coming. The the, the darkness of the clouds and sort of the the sense of like mm, electricity in the, in the air. air. You can feel it in the air. There's this heaviness. The the water begins to sort of become sort of slightly choppy and unsteady. And you can see very quickly. Between the two ships, this massive wall of water, 30 feet long, 10 feet high, one foot thick, (laughs) (laughs) shoots out of the ocean, destroys the gangplank, and puts up a kind of a makeshift... A makeshift shield between their vessel and the Brazen Pegasus. Hold those cannons. <laughs> Does the 30 feet basically cover like the whole ship or? Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. So roughly sort of the middle portions. So you'd have to go sort of all the way around. Hit a side. Well, I guess I'm on the one end. I might be able to. I might be on the one edge. Might be able to shoot around. There. You're far enough that you could at an angle. Get that robed figure. Am I close enough? Oh, what I have to move? Yeah. You'd have to move back slightly, but yeah. Um, okay. So this water, this wall of water, is conjured by this robed figure that you see on deck. Could we um, maybe get two sticky notes? To, to note. Oh, the the wall of water. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's so we just need a start and finish, basically. Yeah. So it starts. Let's say here. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, and two. Thank you. So there's your wall of water between you. But it's only a foot thick, so don't let this fool. It's not ten mm. feet thick. Mm. That'd be ridiculous. T H I C C. Thick wall of water. Okay, so next we have ah our piratical friends. This gentleman, this gentleman, swings around, strikes you, yep, or attempts to at anything. I'm sure he will. Well, you never know. 
Natural one. <laughs> so he, with his hook, swings out. You're able to sort of duck, and he manages to lodge his hook into the side of the boat, the inner side of the boat. Perfect. You can see him look at look at the hook, and then look at you, and then look at the hook. Oh, try to jimmy yeah, it I'll out. Yeah, I'll take advantage of that wood. next turn. That's gonna be great. Mm. God damn it! Every time. <laughs> Just shift and fucking. What have I told you about using hooks? <laughs> this one turns around um, and continues to strike our friend Pierre here. Pierre, that's a twenty-three to hit you. Yeah, he's not missed me yet. All right. Yeah, this one's a lady actually. Well, she's not uh, missed me yet. Oof. That is 11 piercing damage. Okay, this is not going well. And you are grappled, because this lady has, instead of the light hammer, taken out a similar hook. So you already can't you are not grappled. Uh, I never said I took them, so... No, you were grappled as well, by the way, by the, by the hook, but you... You moved, you need to remember that. When you're struck by the hook, yeah, you're grappled, so you have to make an escape check. Yep. But you're grappled right now. Okay. Hey, you're back to you, Pierre, actually. All right. Over the top. Uh, I don't need to go anywhere, so I'm going to stab her. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you right where I want you. Thirteen. And I do. Thirteen hits. Absolutely. Uh, ten piercing. Ten piercing damage to our friend. This one here, number two, right? Yeah. Can you change your honors? Bar? And you've been rolling with advantage, yes? Oh, I did not roll with advantage. You should roll with advantage. Just to see if you get a twenty. So, no. All right. And then the second... Attack is a 21. That hits. With uh, 9 piercing damage. 9 piercing damage. Very good. So, with the rapiers, she takes like two pretty steady blows at her torso. Yeah, she is starting to bleed. Um, well, me too, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Trading. Let's Trading see. Ah. So our... Gladiator friend. So he turns. He has. He doesn't have a shield, but he's still got his spear. Is he still charmed? He's charmed. So he's. He has to have a wisdom. To attack you, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just me. It's yeah, just you. Not for everybody. No. Your your double is safe from his wrath, but cool. So so he <laughs> not even me. Just so, me. So no, he no, spins like, his spear around. He spins his spear around and turns to strike Emmanuel. Right, and in doing so, as he spins around, he takes a look at your double and goes, "Yeah, heavy wing, showing off," and makes what's uh, this? Makes three spear attacks against Emmanuel. <laughs> Jesus, Yikes. you got so. AC, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Don't know if it's three spears, good. Which one did I roll? The other one. That one. This one. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one. You need to do the damage uh, first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I I have damage resistance. Okay. Ah, uh, good point. So at least do it one at a time. Nine piercing damage. So six for you. That's not terrible. Not great. Then there's a second attack with the spear. That one is a ten. I don't imagine that hits. Now the third and final one is a 24. Let's make that one a 9. Oh, a 9 instead? Dice. Okay, that one misses. 9 on dice, so yep. So whatever modifier. I think that's it. I need to double check it. It's either the result becomes that or that's the dice. I think it changes oh, the natural. Well, we need to make sure yeah. that, yeah. If it's 9 on dice, then 
That's still a 16. Still misses. Okay, well then, never mind. It doesn't matter. No need to research. So one yeah. pretty hit, so a decent hit with a spear, but the other two you're able to parry out of You replaced the roll. Yeah. Okay. Wooks. Let's see. All right. Oh so I'm going to attack as myself uh, with a light crossbow on the heel. Okay. Uh, attack right. his... I'm going to shoot for his arm that's holding the sword still. Okay. Yeah. So since you're doing a, since you're doing a cold shot... Mm-hmm. Um, Roll at normal. He's already got advantage. You do already have advantage because of Takta's like groveling and everything. Mm-hmm. If you're doing called shot, we would say it's disadvantage. So they cancel each other out. So just roll normal. All right. So, so you're gonna roll a d20 and then add your crawling crossbow attack so bonus. Eighteen plus four. Twenty-two. Great. That definitely hits. Absolutely. Okay. So roll for damage, please. Uh, four, piercing. Plus. Four piercing damage, or was it? Was it? It four? was two plus two. So Very good. Okay. Four piercing damage. Okay. Arrow might get a a new save. Say what? The charm effect might get a new save well, for being attacked. Duplicate. Well, it wasn't attacked by the duplicate. I, I think that's yeah, yeah, to be fair. fair. Does my duplicate also get a move? Oh, with the bonus action. Uh-huh. But you do have a bonus action. You haven't spent it yet. So. All right. Um, so, he take, so he takes a, a crossbow bolt into the arm, and you can see his his grip on the spear loosens slightly. You can see that he's having difficulty um, holding it. He's got both hands on it now that he's had a shield. One of them is kind of loose. Uh, and I want to use my mace on the pirate three there with my duplicate. Okay. So ahead. duplicate's going to hit number three. Okay. With a mace. It's uh, 11 plus 2, so 13. 13 to hit our pirate friend. Get that advantage. hits. Absolutely. And you do have advantage. Okay. Well, roll again just to see if you get a natural 20. 3. Okay. <laughs> just, just want to check. <laughs> you never know. And then... Uh, 3 damage bludgeoning. 3 bludgeoning damage? Yeah. Very good. Okay. So the, tr- so the, the duplicate... Produces a duplicate mace. <laughs> Basically bashes this pirate on the head as he's attempting to get his hook out of the side of the ship. Ah! Fuck! <laughs> you hear him ex- exclaim. What a day I'm <laughs> Not my birthday! <laughs> <laughs> That's right! It's Craig's birthday! There's a new distraction. Damn you to hell for ruining Craig's birthday! <laughs> he only gets one a year. Only one! <laughs> All right, then Emmanuel, so you're up next. So I'm going to attack you. I get an advantage. Yes. Yes, because of the groveling. Yep. Groveling continues until oh. the end of my next turn. Uh, that's twenty-four. Twenty-four to hit heal. That is uh, definitely a hit. With his new AC, now the shield is gone. It was twenty-six. Smite him again. Smite him. Very good. Bring in the heat. Ooh. Twelve slashing and nine radiant. Twelve slashing, you said. Twenty-one and nine radiant. Mm-hmm. Very good. Another pretty heavy blow. Again, you make essentially an X on his back as you slash the other way. Uh, a spark of 
of radiant energy. Again, um, you hear um, Keel sort of growl in pain and grit his teeth and tusks. He's looking right at you at this point now, however, and he is, he's real pissed. Let's see. So that was you, Emmanuel. Is there anything else you wanted to do? Was that it? Uh, still have a bonus action, so I'm going to channel divinity and get one of my spell slots back. Yes. Very good, very good. Get that is smiting that bonus smite ready. No, it's part of the attack. Yeah, that's why it's so powerful. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> it's named yeah, smites that have bonus action. Yeah, those are the spells. He's not giving you any. He doesn't even like dogs. I think. I like dogs. <laughs> From across, from across the way, you hear on, on on the other vessel the voice of Captain Flashheart. You hear him. No. Adjust the cannons up and fire at will. Okay. Good thing there's a wall in the way. Going through the wall. It's a one-inch thick wall. A yeah. one-foot thick wall. So steps along. You hear, you know, light. Uh, uh, Cannons being lit, and you can hear sort of the squeaking of wheels and the adjusting of metal as things are being angled and so on. But it's difficult to see for most of you because this wall of water is in the way. You can see, Lionel, now that you're over here, you're, you're over here, and you can see up the sign that they're essentially adjusting <coughs> the cannons upward slightly to act almost like mortars, if you will. Mm. So they're at like they're still planning degrees? on sh- they're still planning on shooting through the wall of water, but they're. They've adjusted upward several degrees. Does anyone know how this is going to I don't have proficiency mm. in navigation, water, craft. Mm. And I don't think... I think we're anchored, so... We yeah, we are anchored. Probably. Okay. So, next we have... Let's see. We also probably don't have this. Sockedit. Okay, so your groveling thing goes away. Yep. Uh, end of the turn, technically. End of the turn, yeah. um, oh, well, right. Yeah. yeah. Which we'll see. You'll just see how useful that gets. Um, let's let's try to witch bolt heal. Okay. So advantage but disadvantage. So just a regular, just a regular roll. roll. Ooh, nineteen on dice. I think it's a plus four, so twenty-three. <laughs> Definitely hits. Francis, okay. my man. Easy, buddy. <laughs> Nine lightning damage. Nine lightning damage to Mr. Heal. All right, and he hides. <laughs> a quick bolt shoots out from your fingertips, Whoa. arcs its way in between the uh, other passages on the deck, strikes Heal. You can see it It strikes his hand, and his spear drops. drops. Okay, nice. We're going to just try to maintain that for the next couple turns. <laughs> okay, very good. Don't get hit. Don't get hit. <laughs> It is your turn, Ruby. Yes. Okay. Before I take a one. Did you drown? Did you drown there? I didn't drown. I didn't have time. Throw them over there. So I have Colossus Slayer, and um, mm. Pirate Three has been hit. Right? Is below his max. HP. Pirate Three is below his maximum HP. Great. So I'm gonna shift and get all nice and clawy and furry, and just attack the shit out of him. Attack number three. Very good. <laughs> that's all. That's all you had to say. <laughs> Ball number three. At this point, he has his hook stuck, and he's been bashed in the head by a duplicate. <laughs> and it's his birthday. And it's his birthday, <laughs> as we've already established. So, so I get, Poor Greg. I get a bonus unarmed attack when I, um, when I perform a melee attack. Okay. So, so you're going to slash with your claw? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, twice, it sounds like. 
So well, I guess go. I shifted, so that's my bonus action, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. just the one. But you one will get that round. bonus armor. Hmm? So we'll get so the bonus, yeah. Oh, I not wanted. I want to reroll that, please. Okay, yeah. That's better. Worth it than that one. And when I'm shifted, I get to use dex instead of strength. Ooh, so that's nice. a roll 13, so it's a 16. That definitely hits. Great. So, claws. Poor, poor, poor Craig. <laughs> four. And I get a bonus <laughs> d8. He's like, I knew I shouldn't have shifted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They told me to stay on the ship and celebrate. So that's a nine slash eight. Nine slashing damage to Craig. It was the party bar. They, they, they told me it was going to get a huge present. <laughs> so you basically you transform into your sort of cat-like form, yeah. full cat form, and you see that uh, Craig, still with his hook <laughs> in the side of the thing, now. sees you sort of transform before his eyes. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and you slash it, and he takes a heavy, almost like, the cover of the howling straight across <laughs> like, ah! to his to his chest. He is actively bleeding, and he has a kind of a he has a an active despondency on his face. Like this is what my day is. <laughs> <laughs> Worst birthday. It's not gonna get me better. <laughs> I just okay. jump off if I were him. Do you still get your extra unarmed attack, or does that take a bonus action? It is a. I think it's a bonus. It just says bonus unarmed attack is what I wrote down. Well, I think that, so, you, but you shifted, so. I shifted, so that's my bonus. If you stay shifted and attack again, you can do it. Okay. Yeah, Got I'll it. do the second one next Very turn. Very good. Okay. And next turn I get another Lionel. extra D8 for Colossus. Right. I will attack the orc. But you're rushing there for Half a second. Orc. Half orc, thank you. It's a little more humanoid than your average. Nah. Hmm, Okay. We'll re-roll that. Okay. Let's get real red over there, guys. Get real red. Yeah. I really just didn't want to nap one that long. Oh, I just rolled the same thing, so. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, good use of fortune. Thirteen. Thirteen to hit. Heal. Yep. Miss. Okay. He has no shield. He does have no shield, but okay. it's still a miss. Yep. Yep. He might be barbarian okay. like. Barbarian or... Anything else in your turn? Uh... Oh, I guess I still have. Technically, I, 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 I do not. I pass. Okay. Pirate friends. So, Craig. <laughs> sounds like a jump. Craig t-shirt. manages to extricate his hook finally from the side. Oh, the boat, Go Craig. <laughs> so he's he's got this That's really pulling for him. Good for him. I am not. And he sees the transformed, you know, nature of Ruby, and you can see him like hesitate ever so slightly before he <laughs> tries to attack you with the. Please hook. roll a one. He will, however, <laughs> have advantage Craig, because things are finally we'll coming up. It's, a, it's his birthday. Yeah, he gets advantage on his. He birthday. gets advantage on his birthday. So just like when you help us move, you got advantage on your holes. Twelve so years which old. You're, you're there. <laughs> so he's gonna attack you. It's okay. a harsh world. Yeah. He looks like he's thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> he did roll a one, but with advantage, oh. he has a thirteen inch. No. Nice. So he goes wide. I just smile and show all of my teeth that are very pointy. Our lady pirate tries to strike you from the back, mm. shouting, uh, "It's Craig's birthday!" <laughs> <laughs> How am I the bad guy somehow? <laughs> They're pirates! 
Yes. <laughs> she will also take advantage. Because Happy it's Craig's birthday. birthday. <laughs> Let okay, Craig I'll murder and steal <laughs> from you. Happy birthday to the ground. I will, uh, yeah. you know, saying happy birthday as I murder him. I, I don't know. So that is a 11 to hit you. Another swing and a miss. I think that's happy birthday to the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Happy birthday to the ground. <laughs> All right. Pierre, you're back up. All right. Mom's not a fool. Meanwhile, the the wall of water is still churning and being sort of maintained. You can still hear some adjustments going on and some faint hissing from uh, cords and gunpowder and everything being. So against the uh, lady pirate. Lady pirate. Uh, that's a mess. Second attack. Uh, Twenty-two. That's a hit. Uh, six piercing. Oh, right, we've got six piercing. Oh, really? Very good. All right, so the lady pirate takes a pretty heavy blow. She looks like she's on death's door now. She's very close. She is bleeding heavily. Then we have... Aha. Our gladiator friend. I'm so glad he gets to take three attacks. Gladiator friend turns. He... Now he... Now that he's dropped his spear, his, his spear, so he essentially like steals himself, gets his arms open wide, he does a big war cry at you, and then rushes forward and tries to tackle you. And you say, oh baby. So I need, you to, make, I need you to make a athletics Can't check. The he will make an athletics <laughs> check, and we'll see what happens. He's going to do so. Can I do so at the yeah. I will just I will just take Back to the dice. Not bad. Sixteen. Twenty-seven. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Did he not twenty? Wow. Nope. Oh. Nope. He rolled a seventeen. A plus ten. To yeah. athletics. Wow. So so I'm guessing he probably has expertise or something. So like so he rushes yeah, towards like you a like plus, a like a linebacker like a essentially. Rams into you, and both of you are down now on the deck of the ship. He's on top of you, and he's ready to, like, just strike at you with his bare hands. So he's got you pinned down under his massive frame. Bare hands? I think they're hands. Half 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 half. <laughs> <laughs> he's half Whoops. bear, half orc, alright. <laughs> okay, half bug bear. <laughs> that is, makes sense. Is there even a potential way to even make it to the other ship? Um, I mean, there are potential ways, but with that, can you? Fly? What you essentially have to no. do is go around the wall of water, and maybe there's t- still twenty feet between the ships. You'd have to, yeah. I mean, fly. Pretty athletic. Maybe somebody, yeah. somebody, maybe heel can throw you over to the other, <laughs> other ship. Yeah. He, can, he, can, he loves my <laughs> duplicate. Yeah, you really. ask nicely. Yeah. Come, come aboard our ship. We'll, we'll, we'll hire you. Just go up and say, "Hey, I'll bet you can't throw me on that other ship." <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, toss, toss me. <laughs> let's see. I'm, I'm just gonna use my crossbow on the female pirate and try to number two. Very good. Hey, I like that you're chewing on your bone, but it's mm. really close to that cord. That's so a six. Do you want to reroll? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, well, the rest of us have been so. And that is a sixteen. That's a hit. Very good. So roll for damage on your uh, your crossbow. 
one damage plus two piercings. So three damage. All right. So, bolt goes flying, strikes this lady pirate in the neck, and you see her fall overboard. Yes. Wonder. One down. One down. Stain the uh, stain the sea with blood. Seven to go. Okay, very good. See, we spared you, Greg. <laughs> For now. <laughs> Emmanuel. I'm going to so, Heel is on top of you, like, wrestling with you, essentially, trying to pin I you down. Sleep. So, <laughs> seems like the only option I have is to, like, deck him. Okay. And, yeah. uh, you could, like, you know, grab his crotch, too, if you want. Oh, oh, that's, 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 that's later. I'm not suggesting <laughs> that. <laughs> Consent is that important, important for Emmanuel. Yeah. Yes. I'm just saying that's something you could do. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, mechanically, how does this work? Because your grappled is understood Grapp- just grappled, yes? Just so grappled. your movement is zero, that is all. Mm-hmm. You can technically still but use But we're both weapons. on the ground. Yes. So, so prone on top of that. So I'd say, like, if he had, like, a short So disadvantage sword. to attack, but advantage because the target is prone, mechanically speaking. Okay. Yeah. So, let's go That sounds like a regular roll to me. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Probably not something with, like, a great sword. Maybe. Yeah, in terms of, like, how you want to flavor it. Yeah. So, I'd lean into that. Punch and smite. Sounds like an action movie now. Yeah. yeah, it sounds almost like Star Wars. I want to re-roll like James like Bond. This is from the Lost World, actually. Ironically, wow! I want to reroll. Reroll, okay. Very good. Lots of red all of a sudden. Okay, that's much better. Twenty-one. Twenty-one definitely hits. Okay, so you're just doing bare bare fists, right? Uh huh. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna bitch slap the fear of my god into you. <laughs> yes. Okay. I like punch him in the jaw and just smite him. You smite him with uh, a fist. This Very good. Through. Very good. Okay, so he takes the one damage from the. It's. Good. Because it's plus strength. Oh yeah, so he takes four damage from four the from the bludgeoning damage from the punch. Very good. And then the holy. Then we've got the smite. Ooh. You just oh, need to actually that's like. An eight. You, that use, is fifteen radiant damage. Damn. Use like a glove as the improvised weapon. Yeah. You know, just pop. <laughs> so you rear back. Your fist begins to glow. You deck him John Wayne style in the jaw, and you can see he actually like spirals off of you and strikes the uh, the the mast over here. So you have now cleared yourself. You're still prone on the deck, but you're free of of heel's presence. All right, uh, it's stand up. Stand up. After you move it, stand up. Very good. Is it uh, item interact to pick up my sword, or is that an action? It's an interaction, so yeah, you just pick up your sword. It's on the floor. Very good. So I pick up my sword, I look straight at Craig and go, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Craig uh, is too busy, like, just sort of taking into account just the fullness of werecat person attacking him. Okay. Uh, Whose turn is going to be? You can hear... Off in the distance, the captain yells, Fire! 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 Uh-oh. And you hear two cannons, <clears throat> two cannonballs shoot through the wall of water, splash through, and begin coming just right across, essentially, the top deck. So what I need everyone to do 
Let's see. Everyone in this line here, which includes Craig. Oh, Craig! (laughs) If his own people kill him, I'm just going to off myself. So there's your, your duplicate. Does your duplicate have hit points or anything like that? Is that a... If, if it... I think it said if it takes damage, then it just... It just, just goes away. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need you to make a dexterity save for your duplicate. How about okay. that? And then our friend Greg is going to make a... Craig, excuse me, is going to make a dexterity yeah, save Greg's the well. first mate who hasn't done shit this entire uh, round. 21 for my dexterity. 21. Nice. Very good. So this thing... This uh, cannonball thrusts itself through the wall of water. Ye- um, Craig is aware enough to sort of like... He's, he hears that splash and he's like... Oh! And he jumps down to the deck, prones himself. The the cannonball goes over it, manages... Your duplicate does follows through, does the same, crouches down. The cannonball goes through, strikes Grig directly in the Ooh, chest damn. and sends him sailing Ooh. off of the boat and into the water. Well, shit. It was nice knowing you. Then it's, you know, then... Very, he's a mogwai, and he'll just... <laughs> <laughs> then very quickly afterwards, a second uh, cannonball shoots through this line here. So we're going to need Pierre and Emmanuel to make dexterity saves. Oh. oh, sorry, Emmanuel. I cannot help. 18. Ooh, 18. Nice. 18. Nice. Very good. nice. Yeah. So this cannonball <laughs> shoots by. The both of you manage to move off... <laughs> and it sails right between you and splashes in the water off to the side. Okay, now we have Tocte is back up. Uh, just going to spend the action continuing the unlimited power. Lightning lightning. Blow. Unlimited, <laughs> power. unlimited power. And give him an extra Samuel, nine lightning damage. Do it. Do it. Where are you doing so lightning nine, damage to? 20 to heal. Yep. Nice. He deserves it. Okay. So heal his back still against the mast. His body's racked with more electricity. Very good. Next we have Ruby. You're back up. <laughs> so Craig is prone. <laughs> Craig is indeed prone. Just avert, avert your, your eyes, children. Avert your eyes. <laughs> so does that mean I get advantage? I mean, yeah, he's prone, so you have advantages to melee attack him. Yeah. All right. Um, for the one, two. Though. Yeah, it is yep. for the one, two. And one of them gets an extra D8 because you know that you know that shot in horror movies where it goes very close to the victim's face and it's like no no <laughs> and it cuts at the very end. That's what's happening to Craig right now. So the first one's a 19. His last words. It's my 19 definitely hits. And the second one is a 20. And my death day. That definitely hits. So both both Ooh. attacks hit. Okay. How much damage are you doing? So it's a D8 mm-hmm. and two D4s. Hold on. It makes Spry. it very easy to determine how long he was. Spry, twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> He lived a full life. <laughs> right. 13, but I have to add... He looks 34, though. Yeah. Life, is, life is hard. He's got uh-huh. a beard. Yeah. Two separate attacks, so I added twice. 19. 19. 19 total, damage? Total for both attacks. Okay. Damn. All right. So, you claws out, Just tear oh into God. Craig. And Craig, <laughs> of course, in full adventure fashion, <laughs> lets loose a, uh, a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> As he is torn to ribbons. <laughs> it's a it's a like uh, off. Craig oh. is no more. 
Boo. He's just like falling through. He just like clips he's a through. He's pirate. That's what I'm supposed to he's do. He's our friend. No, he's not. Well, he's named now. He was. <laughs> Correction. He was. Yes. Oh, come on. He was trying to kill me. Can't yes. bring him back. He also so shanked me once. We kind of so like him more. In a, in, a, in a spray of viscera, Craig is now more. Just like a, a Kurosawa film. Just yeah, exactly. Like the, the hose. <laughs> Lionel, you are, you are up next. Is there rope by me? From, from the rigging? Yes. yes. Yeah. So, my signature weapon, the bow, I can use it as an adventure item, and I've selected a grapple hook. I like to tie the rope as my item interact and shoot to our man overboard. So that like, shoot, shoot towards grit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like evil dead, but so you, okay. Yeah, those I'm familiar. Fire. With. Just roll a, a basic you know, attack for me for you with your. A seven. That's fine. Okay. So you it goes roughly in the direction. It's off by a few feet, but luckily it splashes into the water. And Grig, who it seems like is is now struggling to stay afloat. You actually have time because he got hit basically in the solar plexus with with a cannonball. He is very feebly trying to swim over and grab the rope to excess. Okay. Next, you see the wall of water still churning, and it's it, the holes have essentially reformed themselves. While still churning, you can see that the whole thing is beginning to almost like a wave curl and bend over the the deck of the, the brazen Pegasus. Oh boy! So you hear this chanting grow louder and louder, and this wall of water begins to very slowly sort of curl and begin to create a shadow over the deck. And then, just as suddenly, both of your ships, you hear one and feel on the brazen pegasus, rock, almost explosively off to the side. I need everybody to make dexterity checks. Dexterity saves, excuse me. Hey. Oh my god, I'm still rolling good on this. (laughs) Oh, actually. So, 20? 22. 22. Am I rolling for me and my duplicate? Might as well, yeah. Okay, my dude, we got a two. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And I got a 17. Very good. I also got a 17. 19. 22. Very oh, good. Man, we all Team Dash. So, the with, with the exception of your Team duplicate, who is taken off, and heal, oh. who is chucked overboard by the, by the heavy sort of rock of this boat, the rest of you, water splashing, you're able to grab onto the, the parts of the, of the desert. Just grab onto yeah. the ship itself with my claws. You can claws. see, yeah, digging your claws in. You can see the wall of, wall of water instantly drop, and now between the two vessels is the massive form of a dragon turtle. As a, as a, a what? I will show you. Dragon turtle. Something we don't want to see. No, 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 no. no. This is way beyond turtle. turtle. It's also its birthday. It's also yeah. its birthday. <laughs> this figure. It comes up. I'm here to avenge Craig. It's actually Craig's twin. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, okay. there's our dragon well, turtle okay. friend. Cool. Who has now surfaced between the two ships. Okay. And this put essentially it. itself between the brazen Pegasus and Captain Flashlight's ship. Wow. Is it blocking the same amount of space that the wall was, or is it? It's bigger than that. Yeah. Like it's right. fully it has put itself and you can see that its that its head turns over to the brazen Pegasus, and you can hear in a sort of a thick, sort of syrupy voice. Stand and deliver. Jesus. 
That's what he's fucking summoned? Are you serious? Dragon turtles can't talk. That's an illusion. That's where we're stopping to. <laughs> well, it's already well after time, but we were in the middle of a battle. Hmm. Yeah, Three, four to five. Oh, boy. So, when we, when we resume, we'll have to deal with this new uh, right. dragon turtle threat. <laughs> As we always do. Just as you do. Fine. Sorry. There we go. Oh, that's a good feeling. <laughs> I'm glad nobody got taken out by one of the uh, cannons. It's always yeah. good. Yeah. Well, and uh, I like us. to imagine when uh, Heel and your duplicate went over, they were both like slowly reaching <laughs> out. <laughs> 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 I don't want to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What was your passive perception, Kyle? By the way, your character's passive. What? Your passive perception? It might be listed underneath. Uh, so, what's your perception? Are you trained in? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Right. Very good. Okay. Cool. That's yeah. if you're not making an active perception check, then what I can do is I can take that number and say, okay, if somebody's if my somebody I'm controlling is stealthing, I can use your passive perception and say, okay, well, you didn't you didn't see it. You know what I mean? Okay. Unless you're actively, actively searching for it, in which case your new role would, would just right? be your 10 plus your wisdom and if you have proficiency. If you're proficient in, in perception, you get that bonus mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So, yeah. Most people's are around the same. We've got a 13, a 14, a 16. Yours is a 16. Yeah. I have expertise. Yeah. The talk is a 10. Yep. Part, partly because of the hat. Obscuring yep. some eyes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I have disadvantage in regular light to see things. So does that make your passive perception minus five? Technically, yes. Oof. Rules is written, yes. <laughs> because oh. it's bright. I'm constantly blinded by the sun. Blinded by the sun. Grabbed <laughs> up like a douche. Because <laughs> I mean, that that's literally that's what it says. I mean, it's, it's let's, technically let's be, a douche. Let's but be it's clear. No, it, it's a douche. <laughs> It's douche. Let's be clear. <laughs> this one is yours. Yep. And the golden green. These are yours, Kyle. Kyle. All right. So yeah. This is covered in plexiglass, by the way, so you feel uh, free to print one for talk day. If you want, to do a little hero forge design. It's safe to touch. Yeah. Mostly because the wizard hat. Yeah. That's a must. Yeah. I, I can't just use any cobalt. No. Good old vaporwave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, it's got a bit of like a control feel to it. Well, I'm just colors. Okay. Color scheme works. <clears throat> Neon. Purple and blues and pinks. Okay. So, how did we how did we feel about today's session? What went well, well and what didn't go well? I mean, good time. Stuff for Craig didn't go well, but yes. that's, that's to Craig. be expected. <laughs> <laughs> we I'm have like, to get attached to enemies so when they die we can feel sad. That's all. <laughs> Make me feel guilty for going all horror movie on his ass. No, no, those are the moments you relish as a shifter or werewolf like character. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're my favorite moments. You turn around and you give a thumbs up. We're like, no, no, no. Absolutely not. Why have you done this? He stabbed you. Then you try like the middle thumb. You're like, but kind of okay. I haven't decided yet. Up or down. He's a pirate. Yeah. He did shank me with a hook. Not a fan. That doesn't look good to meet hook. I've oh. already decided that it's all Kevin's fault that Craig died. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ah, Kevin. God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> M- make sure you're not, like, infected with anything. You know, that, that meat Ooh, hook yeah. might have been, you know, like, Ooh. Well, that's assuming it was Some a meat hook. It could just be, like, a, a logger's hook. So. 
get some molds. No, I like the session. I had fun. Yeah, yeah. I had fun. Yeah. Some good interactions. Good setups, interesting combats. Kyle, how did it feel to actually play D&D instead of just having yeah. a character yeah, ready? That's good. Mm-hmm. good. Good? Yeah, lighter on the role. Well, lighter on the role play later. We got a good bit of it in the beginning, and that felt kind of good. Mm-hmm. We also got to, you know. Yeah. Talking best thing. It's true. Nice, strong, emotional moment with Wolf there. Yeah. Poor dude. Well, I mean, your lot right now is. I mean, I'd rather be. Worse. I'd rather be Captain Wolf right now, frankly. I was wondering are, if he was gonna come like fucking come help on, us. Yeah, you know. he needs to like you know flank and then use broadside. Mm. Well, his ship's his ship's not exactly as fast as the. That's uh, true. Mm. Boobinaker as the brazen places. It'll take him some time to catch up. Okay. Because one turn I did think about just trying to send a message. Let's see. Mm-hmm. So this is the, today's the twenty third. Mm-hmm. Next time we would meet would be the same time, November thirtieth. Anybody going out? Two down days Thanksgiving? after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. It's two days I'm after still good. I'm still good. I'll still be in good. town. Still in town. Still in town. Thursday. Kyle, will you be joining us again? Yeah. I can cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Very good. Okay. Then the 30th is, same time, we'll do 12 to 3, or, you know, a little later for coming on. Yeah. What's going on? Cool. All right. Cool, cool. Sounds Thank good. You. Thank you.